a long time ago in a podcast you can listen to on several different platforms. The saga has returned! After the release of their first film under the Disney brand, Star Wars has returned with a force! Ryan Johnson has been brought on to direct the sequel that will continue the vision J.J. Abrams set up, but he's bringing new thematic elements to the franchise. With the goal of increasing the lore of Star Wars, what was created was the most controversial film in the saga's history. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Ryan. Joining me, as always, we've got Joel. Joel, what's good with you, bud? Hey, um, I'm doing well. Start. <laughs> I got some new shorts the other day, and they're really comfortable. And I'm already thinking about the fact that I'm going to wear them tomorrow. What kind of shorts uh, are they? Are they like gym shorts, like khaki shorts? What kind they're, of shorts? They're just like just shorts. Uh, they're technically labeled golf shorts, um, but they're very comfortable. They are the all in motion brand that they sell at target. Very comfortable, very flexible. Love the crotch area everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Everywhere. I like target clothes. Me too. Who was that? Who was that? That was Cameron. Cameron's here as well. What's up, buddy? Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm, I'm with Ryan. We're not with Joel though. (laughs) Yes, for uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, they're all together and I'm not. But I think that's fine because then Cameron can't say weird stuff about like trying to touch us or whatever he said the other day. Um, what so was I? What did I say? You were you were like you were. Remember when you were like, like you to reach over like, on the couch and you touched each other at the same time? No, 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 not that. No, he said on the uh, on like on air. He was like, "Yeah, this is great. Like I've never been recording an episode where I can touch someone." Okay. That's what he said. I love that we're talking about this while we have a guest sitting with us. Oh, yeah, we do have a guest today. (laughs) Uh, Joel, why don't you intro our guest for us this week? All right. Our guest is a mutual friend, somebody who's uh, another day oneer. He's been someone we've pretty much known from the start. We're going to get on this show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that would be Eric White. Hello. Welcome. I like that you called him a day oneer. Day yeah, like like he's you he's known as a day one. I called Whitney a day one. Was a day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitney's listened to every episode. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but Eric, hey, he, Eric maybe hasn't listened to every episode. I've but listened he's been to in support. Thirty minutes of an episode. Because <laughs> it, it made you so and it mad. It was uh, the Jurassic World one, and I had to turn it off because of Cameron's taste. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wanted to leave that episode because of Cameron's taste. I mean, it's been a running thing for the show that listeners have very strong opinions on Cameron's opinion. So I think it's high time that we bring one on. It's maybe going to push back on Cameron a little bit on some of his thoughts. And I think this is definitely going to be the movie to do that. Before we dive into the film, Joel. Well, hold on. (laughs) Let Eric introduce what the film is. No, we're going to do this first. The question first. We always do the question first. I don't think we do because the question usually week. has to do with the, what the <laughs> we movie do this, is. We do this week. What's the is question? This like your 50th episode, guy. Yeah, Ryan, yeah. what's going on? This is episode 31, and you're all of a sudden changing up the order on us. Yeah. What's the question this week? 
Oh my! Well, All right, I, fine, fine, fine. Let's intro the movie. Eric, why don't you talk? <laughs> the guest is jumping in and be like, "No, Ryan, you're wrong here." Dude, I don't I'm care. Gonna, I'm producing this now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the movie that we're going to be talking about tonight is Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Episode Eight, Episode Eight of Nine plus others <laughs> that nice. I loathe with an absolute hot passion and rage. And I just want to clarify, he said loathe, T-H-E. He didn't say, like, love with a weird loathe. accent. Like, oh, I love oh. this movie. Oh, I was thinking he said, like, loathe. No. Like, the home improvement Lo- yes. story? I did work. Yes, I loathe this you movie. Really? Yeah. Well, oh, is that your worst job ever? Oh, no, sorry, that was last week. No, episode. not at all. What was your worst job? Uh, his current one. I counted worms for a day. I knew that story. What? Yeah, that's what you What? <laughs> yeah, the, the fish the fish and tackle bait vending machines. No. There was a worm farm a near my story. house that was hiring people to pack Wait, worms. Buffalo, New York. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And so I did it for a day and I uh that was it. How good are you at circling the wagons? Very good. I thought so. Yeah. Okay. I thought That's so. Sick. I love that. Um, so Star Wars Last Jedi. Would you say, Eric, it's your least favorite Star Wars movie? What a question. Hold on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes Hold on. it's my least favorite Star Wars movie and probably might be one of my least favorite movies of all That's time. That's interesting. Hey, Cameron. Eric's dumb. Cameron, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? The Last Jedi. Okay. And now we have an episode, folks. But before <laughs> we do that, how about now, Joel? Can we do the question now? I guess that's Eric. Can we do the question now? Yeah, you can do the question. Okay, cool. Okay. So this one may actually throw us into a massive tangent, but who knows? What else okay. is new for us? Yeah, so we'll see. Anyway, this film, there were a bunch of like little teams of people working together to get different things done in this movie, okay? So I'm going to give you each my the favorite choice. Team, my favorite team was Jar Jar and K2SO. No, you each get to draft a team of three Star Wars characters that would okay. join you on an undisclosed mission. We don't know what the mission is. You can pick any three Star Wars characters from oh any God. of the films. Doesn't matter. Timeline. Are we doing a mini draft? Are we, doing a mini, are we gonna do a mini draft in this? A right mini now? draft, but but here's how it works. Like, just because you take a character doesn't mean the other people can't take oh, that. See, character. I don't like that. I don't know. I think we should do it where it's if you pick them, they're off the board. I think that's what we should do. All right, let's do that then. I it's think, gonna, I think, it'll I take think, up more time, but I'm down. Fine. No, this is great. <laughs> this okay. is this is for me now this is my part of the episode all right so you know i love drafts so let's do this eric okay. is the guest so we'll yeah, let he, him take first overall have the first character yeah so we don't know anything about the mission we don't know anything about the mission it's just oh. you're just drafting who you think the best star wars team could be okay I so pick three no he goes it's one we're gonna go snake one, order right we're one gonna, we're gonna around. snake snake order okay so eric first um we'll just go in the order that we're sitting i'll, I'll go last no he's good Easier. Okay. So yeah. So Eric, me, Cameron, Joel, and then Joel gets two picks and then back around. And then Eric gets two picks and then back around to Joel to finish it. Um, so Eric, who's the first pick? So I'm just picking one right now. Yeah, you get one right now. Well, I'll probably go with Mace Windu right off the bat. Are you serious? Yeah. What, yeah. what a oh. fucking take. Yeah. Oh my Too bad god. He died. Um <laughs> that's a horrible choice why is that a horrible choice there's so many jedi to pick from nah mace windu oh well, that means i get one of the mace windu is so. a fucking machine dude oh, i i cannot so like we don't need to do full analysis until no. we pick our teams because i'm yeah. gonna pick han solo so all right best pilot in the galaxy wait is yo apparently yoda is still a free agent so yeah, I, got, I got yoda yoda, which version yoda. Of yoda is he getting is he getting decrepit dagobah yoda or is he like, getting- did i say yoda i meant yogurt yogurt 
Are you getting I, peak, I don't know. Well, you get peak performance character. Okay. Yeah. Like, All right. Uh, 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 Joel, who's your choice? Okay, so I'm taking episode three, Anakin. Oh, wow. Is that which part of episode three? Yes. Oh, okay. And then... Yeah. <laughs> All and right. then my the next pick the is the legs off. My, yeah, my next pick is Mando. <laughs> Good choice. I like it. Okay. Go ahead, Cam. So, wow, I only get one more pick. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, Come on, don't take my guy. Don't take him. Don't do it. Um, I'm taking Kylo. All right. Yes. Oh, that was. <laughs> that means I get I get. He's prequel, on my short list. I get prequels Obi Wan with this. Like, yes. The, you guys are terrible at this. I almost picked Obi Wan, oh but yeah. Have you seen Kylo run without a shirt? Be a little. Like <laughs> 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 Eric, go ahead. You get the next two. Um. This is going on the poll, right? Oh yeah, we'll absolutely okay, do this. Good. So my first one was Mace Windu. Yep. I'll probably go with. You had to remind yourself because of how bad it was. Great question, oh, by me. Mace Windu is. Have you seen? Yeah, you know I've seen it. I've seen the whole Clone Wars show. He's great in that show. Um, I'll probably go with Django Fat. Oh, solid choice. I fully expected Cameron to go like, I want Ahsoka. All the pilot stuff. <laughs> who? <laughs> I knew he was gonna say who. <laughs> And is then, that the one with the that's like got like the the green things? No, the green hair. No, that's Ayla Sakura. Uh, no, Ayla doesn't have green hair. Ayla's got the blue. It's like blue, color. but I think he's. I I interpreted him as thinking that. Uh, I don't. Who's your other pick, Eric? I'll probably go with. Uh, <laughs> There's so many good options to pick from. I'll probably go Luke Skywalker for saying, Return nobody, of the Jedi. Nobody's taking that. I, I was thinking that. Return of the Jedi or like the Mandalorian Luke. Jedi okay. Master Luke. Yeah, basically. Jedi Master Luke. Okay. After he kills Vader or after yeah. he kills Palpatine. Excuse oh. me. Um, man, this is hard. Uh, Mando was a great pick, Joel. I was hoping I could sneak in and grab him. Um, do I want Grogu just to have fun? Uh, I was thinking of picking Babu Freak. Hey, hey! <laughs> hey, hey! Um, there's a pick that. I could I would love another Jedi, but I feel like I need like a, a good gunner as well. Um but I have Han can Han can shoot too. Mace oh, Windu is out there tough. still. Qui-Gon. Mace and Qui or not Mace Windu. Um Qui-Gon and um No one's picked Darth Maul. Darth Maul, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, that's a good point. I I don't mind. I think I'm gonna go out of the movies for my pick. I think oh, I'm gonna go to okay. television. There you go. Um uh, do I want it? But these are my two favorite characters. What do I want? Cameron's like, I don't remember any more Star Wars characters. <laughs> Poop would get off the pot. Okay, you took a while too. Um, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm gonna take a Soka Tano. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Captain Phasma. Oh my god! <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about Phasma. No, all well, right. My last. Everyone knows <laughs> that at least one character on the team has to die. That's not and... true. That's not true. No, th- uh, what is this, Rogue One? This is Star Trek. <laughs> no, this is not Star Trek. This what, is Star what rules Wars. are you bringing? What are you? What are you doing? If someone has to die, I want to be Captain Phasma. So you were going to talk. We're going to talk more about Captain Phasma in this episode than she'll have screen time in the movie. Exactly. So. Yes. Um, Joel, um, you get the last pick. I think my final pick, and I, this this may be a weird pick, but I think it's the right pick. I think I'm going to go with R two. That's a good call. R two comes in clutch a lot. I was you know, droids. Um, so I feel like you might win now. And 3PO, 3PO, honestly, 
just be annoying. He's got, Anakin, <laughs> he's got Anakin, Mando, and R2. That's a good team. So I just assumed the droids were just a part. <laughs> they just come with them. Does that mean does that mean if I have Han and I have the Falcon, do I also get Chewbacca? Exactly. Then? Well, no. No. Ah, he's part of the Falcon. No, that's bullshit. Okay, then R2 is not a part of the well, I mean, droids. You gotta have droids and chips. Do, do I get the droid that L37 or whatever? Phoebe Waller Bridges' droid from Solo a Star Wars story. Don't say that because then Cameron's gonna be jealous. <laughs> what? Why? You didn't even see Solo a Star Wars story. I did see Did it. you? I did see it. Why? Do we want to say no droids? Do I have to pick someone else? We can take the droids out. Okay. It doesn't matter. It matters to me. Well, then if that's the case, then then I guess I would pick Mace Windu. No, Mace I, I keep saying Mace Windu. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Okay, so that's some chaotic oh energy you got God. going over there now. I'm super sunburned. Have yeah, fun. see, so I got Mando shooting. I got Maul with his crazy acrobatics. And then I've got Anakin who can fly ships oh, and yeah, yeah. he could be evil. He can kill children if we need to. Um, and yeah. And Padme. Maybe Padme will show up to the parties. Maybe Padme will show up to the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> On her, in her bare feet, being all pregnant and stuff. Yeah, she, and then she dies of sadness. Pregnant. And the, in the best so. one, which is the second one, according to Eric. No, that's not what he said. He's, he really likes it. No, his favorite is Revenge of the Sith. I know that's his favorite, but he's still dumb. You know, he said one. Attack of the Clones wasn't that bad, I think is what you exactly said. I can't wait until I make you cry. Oh, we need to make all right, me well, cry. Well, should we just or make you wait? Your favorite Star Wars is yeah, Revenge yeah. of the Sith? His favorite Star Wars movie is Revenge of the Sith. Well, you say I love that. that. I love that. And obviously, people that are going to going to be like, ugh, disgusting prequels, but no, I love Revenge of the Sith. my second movies. favorite. It's like a very close second. Slightly below that would be Empire Strikes Back. That's my number one. <laughs> you guys are sleeping on the original. Some simpatico. The original is my favorite. Original Star Wars. And we know Cameron's favorite. What was that one called? It's called Star Wars, but then they changed know, it to New Hope. Nice try. Try to bamboozle me. Star Wars, the new Pope. What is a Star War? Um, Trade embargoes. Also, just, just so everyone knows, I know you can't see this, but I'm wearing the I'd like a refund hat. I mean, you're not wearing it. Ryan, you're holding it. You're literally holding it. You're not even wearing it. I'm wearing the I'd like a refund hat, and Ryan is wearing the I'd like a refund tee, and we went to City Walk like this today. So, And I would like to point out, First time seen in public, or at least on the show, I'm wearing the I'd like a refund thong. Oh, my God. You really filled that thing out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. It's uh, great. I love it. This is Comfortable. Is it because you didn't get a thong? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he wants. That's what he really wants out of all this. Um, all right. Well, I think it's just high time to really get into this. Every guest gets the choice between a hat or a thong. We haven't given him the option yet. They've all gotten hats so far. No, I'm going to get a hat. Well, I guess I'm I do have hats. to give him a hat. I'm a yeah. hat guy. Yeah, I, that's who we made oh, him for. I didn't know that. You think we just, you guys made like 30 hats just for How us? much in the hole are you guys on this podcast? <laughs> Well, we've um, so far. Really? <laughs> yeah, we've made twenty two dollars. Already. Made. Ryan doesn't like when we say it out loud. He. How, I, did, he you gets make, how did you make twenty two? Sponsors. Sponsors. Who sponsor? Anchor. Manscape. That's the anchor. Not simply uh, lemonade. Let not simply lemonade. Uh, Cowards. Okay. Okay. Let's let's hold, let's hold off Maybe. in case you know they decide they want to. Want to email them again? Yeah. All right. 
Um, okay, we won't slander. Skull him. chewing tobacco. I like that he he gets defensive when I say simply lemonade one thing, and then in like our very first episode, he torches ArcLight Cinema. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> have you been to ArcLight? Arc, shit, ArcLight sucks. Oh, oh my uh, god, that's the only thing you guys Here's, are gonna agree on tonight. If ArcLight yes. wasn't bad, it wouldn't be out of business. Wow, I does, does the global pandemic not um, have anything to do with um, that? There's only like four of them. The Cinerama Dome's closing. Big fucking. Deal. <laughs> oh no, I gotta go. That's green. I gotta, I gotta leave. You, uh, you didn't like. What did you see at Cinerama Dome? I saw tons of stuff. There. Why do you keep going? If he's you like GI Joe re- Resurrection or whatever. Closest theater. Was it really? <laughs> I mean, I've only seen like two or three movies in there. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was overrated. I'd rather go Jedi. see a movie in IMAX. Is that where you saw Last Jedi? I saw Last Jedi at Universal City Walk. Did you? That's Good. our. New, that's going to be our new home theater. Universal tour, City right? Walk IMAX because oh, it's right next to my apartment, oh. and it's the only true IMAX screen in Southern also, California. Yeah. I like bourbon. Wait, is that an AMC thing? No, yeah. hold Walk, on. Yeah. I'm getting it confused with Force Awakens. My bad. I saw Last Jedi IMAX AMC 16. Oh, the Burbank classic. That's, that's our. That's our. We saw theater. Rise of Skywalker and that one. Still the only movie I've seen with Joel in theaters. Mm-hmm. And my favorite movie of the year, Fast 9. That's where Joel and I, see that no, he and I saw that together. Well, we actually went for the Jurassic uh, World Dominion trailer. That's what we were yeah, there exactly. for. Um, so, Eric, Ooh. you said, did you go opening weekend for Last Jedi? Yes. So, I, w- I mean, I was, I was excited. I liked the trailer. Um, I had good vibes going in. Um, I didn't, I liked Force Awakens when I saw it in theaters. The more I thought about it, the more I disliked it. But it was a good introduction, bringing everyone back into the Star Wars universe. And then I, you know, after the trailer for last year, I was like, all right, this sounds good. And then I remember the day before I read a review and gave them four stars. It was RogerUber.com, one of the critics on that website. So I was like, I'm ready. And I've never left a movie theater more angry <laughs> in my entire life um, after seeing The Last Jedi. Um, how, how much do you want me to go into this? We'll, he's a we'll, do, we'll talk about our theater stuff first, and then I'll, let, I'll give you the keys to the car. I saw soon. it. I saw it. Yeah. He midnight it. or Friday night, 10 o'clock. So one of the, fir- one of like the first screenings. Yeah, one of the first see. screenings, basically. Yeah. yeah. And just right away, you were out after you watched it um there was phases and levels but by the time we got mostly an hour hour 15 in i i i knew i hated it okay so you let it simmer for a little bit and then you made your call yeah very very good cameron other spectrum here when did you see it did you go opening weekend as well um i did go opening weekend i went and saw it um i think it was on a saturday I went and saw it. I went that is part of the my, weekend. Yeah, I went and saw it with my friend Christina. Shouts. Um, yeah, shouts to Christina. Um, and we were watching that movie in the entire time. We were like, oh my God, I'm not going to curse on this. Are you going to curse on this episode, Eric? Fuck yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the entire time we're like, holy shit, this movie is fucking incredible. Um, the, the scene where they kill Snoke uh and the that lightsaber sequence battle <laughs> is so fucking incredible um the choreography the cinematography that entire movie we were just like this is dope okay not the entire movie there's are there are parts that you know 
don't work and uh there are parts that even going back and rewatching I'm like, okay well they should have cut this out it was actually like I, remember, movies. I, was, I was talking to ryan today this conversation that we were having while we were at margaritaville um, at the office at the office yeah you guys own that margaritaville yeah we, own we will okay. um, we, we will and and that's that movies these days are too long uh they're, they're too bloated. Especially the Green Knight. We just watched the Green Knight <laughs> last night. Oh, no. We are we going to talk about that? We watched it. No, we won't talk about it. But no. we watched the Green Knight. We Let's watched Jungle that. Cruise. Uh, even, even though we enjoyed Jungle Cruise, that long. movie was still no. too long. Yeah. Cruella was too long. It was a good movie. It was too long. We're Space Jam like, A New Legacy was too Space long. Space Jam was too long. No. Right? And these are, How long was it? I don't know. I think it, it was an hour... 35 no, that's no. an hour and 35 minutes too long no, so no, it was well I, they was, didn't even show the pirate who it was about um and so like movies are just there. now movies are just too long now they feel and, like yeah. they have to add they have to add timing and i feel like that's kind of what they it's kind of something that happened with this you know with holy this shit movie. it's an hour 55 yeah, i told you yeah wrong. yeah it's it's long. maybe that's why it felt long for me because i thought it was only like an hour 35 yeah so <clears throat> so uh so like there there is i think that this movie is very you know what movie that's not gonna feel long what suicide squad this okay. week well, just gonna be killing a bunch because i'm just gonna be enjoying every second of that movie okay but here, but i get what you're saying so you're yeah. going into a movie thinking you're already being like oh i'm gonna enjoy every second of it that's an issue no it's not that's okay no i'm not, I'm not. I, I know i know i'm gonna like it I mean, uh, that's fine. Overall, you're, you're, I may, you're potentially setting yourself up for disappointment. But, but yeah, but that's an issue. If you go in saying, "I know you're light, I'm gonna like it," you're going in with like an objective point of view. Eric, when you went in to go see Call of the Wild, were you going in knowing you were gonna like it? I went in with oh, zero expectations, <laughs> and I actually really enjoyed he it. Did yeah? But I love the outdoor adventure movies. I love CGI dogs. The CGI dogs. I have one. He's in the house somewhere around here. <laughs> he lives in the attic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. But I just. I just know the humor. That movie was long too. For Suicide Squad, I'm gonna enjoy. Okay, well that's well. It's good that you brought up like the, how long movies are. I hope you hate it. The honestly. last, the, wow. <laughs> the last Jedi. Wow, I'm, I'm glad. Joel, you rewatched this for the episode. Obviously, when you went to go click on a Disney Plus to see it, could you believe it was two and a half hours long? I'm not getting into this. You guys, I I don't care how long a movie I is. I just clicked play. I literally didn't even look. I just clicked play. <laughs> Like, I don't care. I could have hit play and the movie could have been six hours. I would not have cared. I would have just watched it. So when, what about when you watched it the first time then? Cause I don't I, know. I don't know your opinion. Movies on have movie. to earn their play time. No, no, I didn't. I, I, what do you mean? Like the first time? No, now is. I'm asking you about your first time watching Last Jedi now. Like, are we still talking about like the, the runtime or no, like just no, my thoughts no, of it? No. Oh. When did you first see it? Your first time watching I saw it in theaters opening weekend. Yeah, I saw all of these opening weekend, which I can't believe that. Yeah, um, same. But yeah, I mean, it was fine. I I walked out of it just like okay, whatever. I didn't like hate it like a lot of people do. Yeah, but the, I also didn't love it. Yeah, the vitriol behind this when it first came out was strong, like stronger than um, we've ever seen from a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it, fanboys are annoying as hell. <laughs> it was just like just whatever. It was yeah. you know slightly yeah. below yeah. middle of the pack for me. And. uh on the rewatch, has your opinion changed at all? Or are you kind of still feeling the same? Not really. I'm kind of in the same spot. There was definitely there were things in this that like rewatching it that I remembered or that I like had forgotten about that I was like, oh, I forgot like I really liked this yeah, specifically. I, yeah. Um, and then there were things that I re- saw that I was like, oh, I forgot how dumb this was. Yeah, you know, looking at you, Canto Bite. 
Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I, you and I are coming from similar aspects here where I forgot most of the stuff that happened in last Jedi as well. Cause I only saw it once. That's it. I, I only saw it in theater. Yeah. I only saw it the one time. That's the we, only one that I haven't rewatched since it came out. Well, I have, I'll, I'll, I've seen it twice. Rise of Skywalker. If, if we hadn't already done it for the show, that one would have also been, I only saw it one time. Oh no. I had, I rewatched rise. Another mess. Yeah, I um. Oh, I lied. Actually, I saw I saw Last Jedi. I saw Last Jedi like back to back weekends because I saw it opening weekend, and I took my dad to see it because he loves Star Wars. So, um, and he hasn't spoken to me since because of how much that movie, how bad that movie was. No, that's not true. I talked to him the other day. <laughs> um, you talked to him. You I didn't. Talked to him. He, he didn't talk. He didn't reciprocate. <laughs> he just let me speak into the phone for like a half hour, and then he just hung up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. All right, so that's a little bit of a gauge of where we're all coming into with The Last Jedi. Why don't we get into our synopsis? Can I give you a quick rundown of some of the events of The Last Jedi, and we'll come back in and we'll really get this conversation going. After the destruction of Starkiller Base, the Resistance has secured their first victory in an attempt to defeat the First Order. But one victory will not be enough. They will need help from Jedi Master Luke Skywalker himself. As Rey seeks to learn the ways of the Jedi, the rest of the Resistance is on the run from Kylo Ren in the First Order in their search for a new rebel base. So Eric, now's the time. You wanted to bring up Last Jedi on our podcast. The floor is yours. Tell us why, not only that you wanted to talk about Last Jedi here, but why mm-hmm. it's the worst Star Wars movie. I want you to, you have as much time as you want before we rebel in. Um, well... This can go on for hours. Would please You're so dumb. First... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Cameron. Um, so I first want to preference that I think the movie is well-directed. I think it has, it's it's a beautifully shot movie. Yeah. Visual effects are great. Yeah. Um, the score, I can't remember the score. The but were, most of the scores were never really that great. Technically, as a technical movie, it is it is great um but my main issue with it is the overall script and just the fact that you know as disney being a billion dollar company you know they get star wars they buy star wars the fact that they couldn't set these movies up to have an arc over three films is the issue I have in the last, in the last I started with it. Um, especially when they have offices next door, Marvel planning like 22, 25 films out that, you know, connect. Um, but right off the bat, you know, with Luke throwing the lightsaber in the beginning of the movie, you know, that's just a slap in the face right off because at the end of force awakens, that is such an emotional, impactful moment. Mm-hmm. You know, Ray's trying to find Luke the entire film. He sees a lightsaber. He's even crying, I'm pretty sure, has tears. And then, you know, Ryan Johnson just decides to make that into a slapstick funny moment, which don't get me wrong, people laughed in our theater, but not you. But not me. I was kind of confused by it. Um, and then even we get into the <laughs> um the mama jokes with uh oh with poe and general Hux. and general hawks i wrote that down i thought that was jarring and you know so you know at this point i'm kind of feeling a little uneasy of like where this movie's going and like what style and this and that but i'm like whatever it's the beginning of the movie i'll i'll keep my you know mind open 
I won't judge a movie right in the first 20 minutes, you know, and then there's the bomb sequence and bombs are dropping in space, gravity, you know, I know it's Star Wars and we're not being scientific, but that scene was just weird. Um, but the biggest issue I have with this movie is Luke Skywalker. Um, that is not Luke Skywalker in Last Jedi. Is It is Ryan Johnson completely. I don't even know if he's watched the original trilogies. He says he has. I don't think he has because he completely destroyed Luke Skywalker as a character. And my main argument is if you go back to Return of the Jedi and you're watching Return of the Jedi, you have this young Jedi who's able to turn Darth Vader and confront you know, the Sith and take out the Sith. And then you get to the last Jedi and you're telling me he gives up because he sees his nephew have a nightmare that kind of leads to the dark side. Like, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? This is Luke Skywalker. This is the guy who turned Darth Vader. This is the one that fought the empire. And you're telling me he's going to go and see his nephew have a little dark side dream and go, you know what? I'm going to give up. Oh my God. And he's going to abandon Leia. He's going to abandon Han and he's going to go hide on an Island. Give me a break. Now I'm not saying you can't get him to that point as a screenwriter, but you need to show us more, you know, it just kind of happened. It just happened. And it was all off And screen. it's just not enough for me to think that that character <laughs> is going to be broken. Um, so I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Well, it's, it's interesting, though, because it is well documented that Mark Hamill also disagreed with exactly. everything that was he, written about oh, his character. Yep. Before this movie, when the foreign movie was being made, he even said that this is not Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And I'm sorry, as a filmmaker or someone, if you're a filmmaker, screenwriter, and you have the actor that comes that's played this character for, you know, three decades now, even longer, saying this isn't Luke Skywalker, maybe you should uh, take another stab at that script. Yeah. Um, and that also falls on Kathleen Kennedy. That falls on Disney. Um, they had zero plans with this trilogy. They just, you know, weren't prepared. And I, I don't, you know, and all these Last Jedi fans always go, you know, subverted expectations. What is that? If I go to a restaurant, I order a cheeseburger and someone brings me a fucking salad, I'm going to be pissed. And they can't go, oh, it's subverted your expectations. <laughs> no. But you're not, but you're, but this is the issue. And this is the guy. Okay. okay. The audience is not the one that's, they're, they're not making movies for what the audience wants. They're making the movies for what they believe is right for the story and right for the story that they want to tell. And so, yeah, okay, yeah, if I went to a restaurant or it's something, I'd be pissed if I didn't get that thing. But that's the thing about movies is we aren't ordering them for ourselves. They're being made for us. It's, chef, mm -hmm. it's chef's choice. Okay. But my argument to that is that everything that was set up in Force Awakens was thrown out a window. Okay. So if you're going to pre- what was, set gonna... up, what was set up in Force Awakens, though? That's the thing. Force, and, and this is what this is what I, I don't understand about people. This is what I don't understand about the, the sequels and the and how people are upset about the Last Jedi. What this this what do people want? What I from want the Star Wars movies. Okay, because okay. the first because Force Awakens is the same exact movie as a new, hope. A new hope. Yeah, and that's an issue with it. It's a carbon copy. And, it's a carbon okay, copy. So okay. okay. I agree with you. And I if I if I could go back and talk to Disney and be like, make a different movie. Listen, Walt. But but listen, okay. make a but different what movie. Is, what is it what is so, it set up? So what it sets up, so I feel like Ryan Johnson answered every thing that was laid out by JJ 
in just the most anticlimactic, boring way possible. And I'm not saying the things that JJ laid out were great, but that movie was established. Saw it in theaters, established canon. These are the questions. Who's Ray's parents? Why is she connected to Luke's lightsaber? Why is she connected to the Force? How does she know the Millennium Falcon so well? Um, who is Snoke? Snoke comes out of nowhere. Now everyone says, well, Darth Sidious in episode one and back in the 1970s, no one knew who he was, but that was the first time Star Wars was ever introduced. So no one has any pre-knowledge of Star Wars before that, but you're telling me you're not going to explain who this extremely powerful Sith Lord is from Return of the Jedi to now? You're just going to put him in? And J.J. Abrams probably had backstory for that. And Ryan Johnson's like, no, nah, this is, I don't want to do this. And so the big part for me when I knew I hated this movie was when they killed Snoke. Oh, I just that was not earned. It was awesome. Not earned at all. No emotional, nothing was earned. Okay. That would be let, for the third movie. Let me mind. jump in with that on something that really quick to kind of, it's not going to be helpful to conversation because I'm right up the middle, but yeah, Cameron, it was awesome. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie Thronor visually. And yeah. and scene is oh great. no, the Thronor's it, it, choreography it, is amazing. Okay. I'm talking but story-wise, Yes, story-wise, I it I hate it. It's very weak. Why don't you dive, just dive a little bit deeper into that? What do you it's mean? just it's just echoing what Eric says. The fact that we have Snoke and he's in this in you know, Force Awakens, he's built up as this sort of mysterious Sith Lord that we don't know who he is. All we know is he's kind of the Sith right now. He's the one at the helm of things. He's the new you know Sidious, and. We're going into this next episode. We're finally getting to actually see him now. We see him in person, the way he's kind of puppeteering Kylo Ren and all this stuff. And it's getting to build him up. And we're slowly starting to see him be at the helm of things. Snoke's in control. He's the one who's who's trying to fuel Kylo Ren to be angry and, and do all these different things or whatever. And then once we finally start getting him to be an actual villain who we identify with, not identify with, but like someone who we can see you know, sort of his motives and why he, why he's doing these things, stuff like that. They kill him off. Yeah. It's like right when we start actually having this character become established, they kill him off as opposed to using this film to really establish Snoke, then let him be the villain that gets taken out in, you know, the rise one. of Skywalker. I don't think they ever had any intention of fleshing Snoke. out. I don't even think I, he was going to do it. I don't I think, think, I think they Snoke did. Was, I think Snoke was a conduit to make Kylo the big bad of well, the franchise. Well, honestly, before when they went in the last Jedi, they JJ left nothing for Ryan Johnson. That's true. Yeah, and they went to Ryan Johnson and said, "You can do whatever you want. These are the these are the questions left by JJ. This is what happened in the Force Awakens, but you can do whatever you want." Which is probably the big issue, here. and that, that's the main yeah. issue because it's, you you take Marvel Feige when he brings in director for a new franchise, he's like, "Hey." You have free reign to do this, but there's like these five things that we have to hit to set yes. up things going forward. The director yeah. that comes on know that. And directors have walked away from these projects because they don't see they can work under those parameters. And the ones that stick and, around do, and it works. With Star Wars, it really felt like they had three different directors because they had Trevor Al originally yeah. for the third one. And it felt like these three directors were telling three separate stories yep. with the same group of people. And, and I'm not saying you have to box your directors in or your screenwriters in, but when you're dealing with the trilogy, you know you're going to make three movies. You yeah. got to have an arc. You got to know... Who's the main villain? What's going on? Where are we taking this? You know, 
that's what George Lucas had when he made the original trilogy. Yeah. He had the arcs. He he knew where the characters were going. And he only directed one of those. And he only directed the first one, but he gave the story over to screenwriters and said, this is what I want, but you can fill in other details, add your imagination. And it's just upsetting that Disney, I would love to sit in those rooms and just wonder what they were thinking and and how they felt when Mark Hamill's like, this is not Luke Skywalker. That should have been a big red flag. That, right that to me, Kathleen, I hate Kathleen Kennedy has nothing to do with, she's, she's a great <laughs> producer. She's probably, she knows how to produce, but I don't think she knows Star Wars. And this is the first time she's ever been like a runner creative wise on things. I'm pretty yeah, she's sure. She's normally fight like on the she's financial side, financial business side. side. Yeah. yeah. And she's I mean, great she at produced that. most of Spielberg's stuff. Yeah. She's great at it. And George's stuff. But, you know. Kathleen Kennedy's been around for a long time. Way before people yes. knew about her yep. during these new Star Wars yep. movies. She's yep. been doing great work. Yep. She's, she's. We are a Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy positive podcast. Yeah. Right, Joel? Yes. Always. <laughs> um, the only thing I don't like her is running Star Wars. And that has nothing to do with her skill set, but it's more of just to have to do that. I don't think she knows. And we're already seeing it that John Favreau's taking over. Him and Filoni. And him and Filoni are are now because they know Star Wars. They understand what fans are looking for. Filoni was George Lucas's protege. Yeah. So yep. it works. Like there needs to be that creative and that business side. They don't have to be the same person. Kevin Feige doesn't do the business side of Marvel. He's just creative. But but let's get back to the snow conversation. Yeah. And that throne scene, great action sequence after that. It's All incredible. that stuff's incredible. But it's, you know, it'd be like if you're a Game of Thrones fan and they introduce the White Walkers and the next episode they get killed and they're no longer a thing. What, what was the point? I mean, that's What's, kind of, that's kind what, of what is, happened. It just took a couple of years. Yeah, it took a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I just, I just don't see the point of introducing this villain and like, how did he get to power? Where did he get all these stormtroopers? How did they, like, like, who is he? Where did he come from? And obviously now canon. We know now. We know now, but that's just bad screenwriting because they know they messed up and they're trying to give us answers. But this is when people say Star Wars fans have expectations, it just comes naturally with the trilogy. I think, I think Cameron has a good point and he kind of only hinted at it earlier. I'm sure maybe he's going to go into it more. The Star Wars fan base, we've mentioned this a lot of times, is a toxic fan base. Can be, like, yeah. Especially when this movie can be. Jesus. Like, it's a toxic I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, but I am not a toxic Star Wars no, fan. No, it's not. You're not. But, like, um, toxic Star Wars fans are, like, the people you know, that treated Kelly Marie Tran yes. like they did. And we're going to talk about her, I'm sure. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about her character. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Cameron, uh, why don't you uh, – it looks like you want to say something. Yeah, say something. I'm, I'm good. No, you have stuff to say. Come on. No, I, I think... Uh, What'd you like about it? What? I know you're not... You've told me you're not a diehard Star Wars fan. So, which... I, that might be the disconnect between I, us. So, if, if I never have to watch another Star Wars movie in my life, I'm fine with that. Are you going to see the Patty Jenkins one that comes out in, like, two years? I'm sure I'll see him because I watch every... I watch all the popular culture movies, so... Yeah. That may, like be a, that may be a reason effect is that you're a you're a movie fan that went in and saw a movie. I was a movie fan slash Star Wars fan with certain expectations, and I was left disappointed. Yep. Um, so that's probably why you enjoyed it more than me. Um, but I did you, know. Cameron? Did you like the story that they were telling? Yes. Did you like the story in Force Awakens? Mm. 
Force Awakens was fine in my opinion. So so okay, so so you thought it was fine and then the next story was really good. So even yeah. though they didn't really connect okay, a lot of tissue with the, between the two of them, you were still cool with it. I think the last Jedi did things much 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 better than the Force Awakens. Um the biggest one for me was what it did with uh Rey and Kylo's relationship and their characters. Um <clears throat> Kylo Ren in Force Awakens was this kind of annoying little bitch boy, honestly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, Joel disagrees. It looks like Joel disagrees. Uh, he was not a... <clears throat> he was just a whiner. Well, he's a, you know? he's, he's a teenager with all this power. And... And I and like I didn't think he was that great. And then the and then the relationship that he and uh, Ray have, like him trying to bring her over yeah. to the dark side, and like and like there's there's di- there's dynamic there. It's not just like oh he's pure evil or oh she's they're, pure good. Their like, scenes are the best. There's scenes really pu- there's, there's I agree really, with that. There's really push and pull, and that's what impressed me so much. And we see it in in the Snoke sequence when you know they fight, and like we see that there's this really incredible push and pull characters like in in characterization that okay so to be honest we don't get dynamic characters like that in star wars like i like i'm so like i'm sorry but that's not to, something that's dis- not something to, we get very often okay what are, what are the okay we don't get dynamic characters within okay so like let's let's look at like obi-wan right what is obi-wan oh he's good does he have any like do we have any like false do we have anything that like we're Dude, like, you're missing an entire anakin skywalker okay yeah anakin skywalker is he's any, bad no he's not he's not complicated yes he's not complicated not complicated oh my god he's not complicated he is he's not he's getting pulled back and forth on whether he should learn learn the dark side to save a person he loves he even says a line i want to turn you in when he finds out that palpatine is the sith lord he goes he goes to tournament he, he goes to tournament there is there is there is push and pull and push and pull now don't get me wrong when he finally turns is there anything after that no no because he, he it's like a switch flips but throughout that movie it's very much him trying to figure out which path to go down um and and I do agree with you that the relationship between Kylo and Rey is excellent in The Last Jedi. I think that's the only thing that movie really has going for it. Except for the excellent technical aspects that you Yes, said. technical stuff. Yes, sorry, you said that, that stuff. Um, I'm talking story, scripts. Okay. Um, but that's the, heart of, that's the heart of The Last Jedi. I think it's the only part of the script that's that works. Good. That's good. Canto no, Bite Canto Bite is terrible. I mean, let's talk I about I like the Luke stuff. Canto Bite's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Luke, I, I I tied the Luke stuff into Ray's stuff, which ties But into isn't that stuff. just the but two even, parts then? But even Luke's not even like they waste him. So I mean he's you wanna see him in action. You, you wanna you yeah. wanna see what he did like in that Mandalorian episode. That's what you wanted to see. And you don't get that. You get a you get a holographic ghost projection. So let me ask you then, Eric. What would you it, what would you have wanted to see Luke Skywalker do in this movie? Like t- you're the you're coming in from the end of Force Awakens. Luke ha- Ray's giving Luke Anakin's lightsaber. You have a clean slate from there. What would you want to see him do? So I don't mind that Ryan Johnson wanted to break Luke's spirits. That's fine with me. If you want to take a character into an area that they really haven't been. That is fine, but the reasoning has to be strong. And 
the reasoning wasn't strong enough for me. I already said that seeing training his nephew and seeing some dark side dreams isn't enough for Luke to shut off the force and abandon his sister and abandon his best friend. And, 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 you know, to me that, that is not Luke Skywalker. It's, and it just shows that Ryan Johnson doesn't, doesn't know the character. And um, I'm fine with him deserting himself, but there's gotta be a really good fucking reason for it. You know, there has to be, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what that reason is. I don't know how far, you know, you know, how far you have to make Kylo Ren be a monster. Maybe, you know, they show that Kylo Ren's murdered a bunch of people, innocent people, and Luke Skywalker shows up at that point and sees to give us something more than just a dark side dream. Um, You're just saying that for it's because for that scene where Luke has like Luke's he sees the things that Kylo's yes. dealing with. And his first instinct is to ignite his lightsaber. He would never do that. And strike him down. Never do that. And he has a quick turn off of it. I know, but, but he would never No, I understand. Like I, I get you. Remotely I don't, I don't think that's something Luke Skywalker, the character would would. And we've seen that he can get angry when he fights Darth Vader and turn the Jedi. But that's like that's but like that's Sith. different. That's like that Sith. is Jedi versus Sith that is yeah. in combat. Yeah. That is not standing in front of your nephew as he sleeps. Like, it's just so off. And, and also, Disney, wh- how, why have we not seen these, these original characters together on screen? They were, they're never together. Not until the third one. And by then, it's too late, because that movie's terrible. <laughs> that is one of the issues with this movie. That was one, uh, there are many things I will concede about this movie. <clears throat> one of them is Canto Bite. Terrible. One of them, and another one is the fact that these characters aren't together. They're never together, and that—that that is obviously something I concede about it. But which they fix in the third one because they're together the whole time. But the third one. Well, sucks you, but I'm talking the original cast. Oh, you mean them? I mean Luke, Leia, and Han. You're bringing these characters back. Oh, see. Why in the hell do you not have them? And I know that's an issue. Of, Han's dead. I mean, should, yeah. well, I know Han's dead, but I'm saying <laughs> that's an issue that goes back to stranding Luke. On a deserted island, and basically, which was a J.J. Abrams he, idea. Yeah, he's basically not a character in Force. So Lines. that you know, that's not Ryan Johnson's fault, but that's Disney. You know, you're bringing these iconic characters back. I want to see them in London Falcon again. I want to see them aged in in the cockpit, talking, bantering. I want to see that. And they don't they don't give you that. And they'll give you that. You get um, um, Luke and Leia get one scene together. He's not even there. It's a ghost. It's a ghost, but it is one scene with Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher. Wow. And then wow, Han, and, Han and Luke never get a scene together. Nope. Um, and then Han and Leia get like maybe 20, 30 minutes in Force Awakens Force where, they're in, where they're in the same room either. together. But they're like, there's a part of the movie where they are in the same vicinity yeah. after Maz Kanata's base gets attacked. Yeah. Um, that's a fair point. Like, I think Disney was really pushing their new characters, though. And that's why they did that. They wanted this to be a transition to their new characters. There's better ways of doing it than just killing everyone. Which they did do. They killed one of them in every movie yeah. of the original three. It's awful. Okay, well, it wasn't their fault that they killed in the third one. No. Like, no, of course not. Harry Fisher, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course not. So we can't say Disney did that. I mean, they still killed the character, but they kind of had to. Well, yeah, they weren't really yeah. given the choice. Um, Joelle, where where do you see things that, from what we've been talking about? Uh, we'll chime in here a little bit. What are you thinking? 
Well, first thing I want to note is that I actually forgot until watching this one because I've seen Force Awakens a handful of times. Me too. Um, I, like I actually, I really, I know we've talked about how Force Awakens is just a new hope, but I like it. I really yeah. do like it. It's fun. Um, but that being said, I actually completely forgot how separated all the characters are until in this one when at the end, Poe finally meets Ray, and I was yeah, like, never- huh? Yeah. I was like, I totally forgot that they had not met until the end of this movie. <laughs> like, that's wild. Um, touching on some of the stuff that Eric was talking about, like I am a star Wars fan, but like, not like a massive star Wars fan. Like I didn't really get like into star Wars until episode three came out. Like I had seen others, the star of the star Wars films, but I didn't like really get into it until, uh, revenge of the Sith came out. And then from there I started kind of picking up on it. I never watched clone wars and stuff. So like I'm, what I'm getting at is I'm not like a, massive star wars fan but i do really enjoy star wars i'd probably say i enjoy star wars more than i enjoy marvel if i'm being honest so for me i kind of side with what eric was saying here which is like a lot of the stuff that they have luke doing it just doesn't make sense for who luke is and i'm very like open to interpretation of characters especially when it's a new director and stuff like that like i'm open to that stuff and i think it is okay to step away from who the character is or at least who we've known the character to be in certain ways but i feel like this luke that we got in this movie was just so far from the luke that we've come to know that it just feels very unnatural and a lot of the things that we're seeing him do from the beginning of him tossing the lightsaber to the way he handled everything with kylo there's all that stuff it just feels very wrong and i think i'm not one to say like something takes me out of a film but it was like Luke is this character that everybody loves. And in this film, like I've, I really didn't even like him. Like I honestly didn't like him when he showed up at the end. I was like kind of bummed that he showed up because I didn't want him in the movie anymore, you know? And I love Luke Skywalker. I love Mark Hamill, but it was like, it was almost like I had to suffer through watching any of the scenes that Luke was in because I just didn't enjoy who they had turned Luke into in this movie. Um, to touch on some of the Kylo Ren stuff, though, I do agree. I would have liked to see Kylo be more hands-on with a lot of the stuff because I feel like a lot of the things that he does that are, like, evil are just him having other people do things. You know, like, the very... I think, I think the scene at Crate is really good because of that. Yes. Like, finally takes over. Right. Snoke, and he's charging the battle against the Resistance. Like, he's great in yeah. that. Our introduction to Kylo Ren when he stops that laser blast is like oh it's so like i remember when i saw that in theaters i was like oh my god yeah you know like this dude is hardcore yeah and then like we don't really get to see that he ends up like i was talking about earlier he ends up kind of just this puppet snoke which kind of portrays him in a way like kind of weak that's one of the things i liked about him in the first movie like yeah he was kind of whiny and stuff like that but i don't know whoever it was that said it he's like this teenager who has a ton of power who's frustrated because he's not living up to what he thinks he needs to live up to. And I didn't mind that. I really liked Kylo Ren in the first film. I think he could have been better. I really liked who he was, but then we get into the second film and I don't get to see him kind of go off. You know, like I wanted to see him straight. I don't want to see him killing people, you know, like with his own hands, I didn't want to see him like commanding ships to blast up escape pods and stuff. I wanted to see him on the ground, taking out, you know, Alliance members on his own. That's, that's what I want to see out of the villain. And I feel like you don't get any of that, but I will agree with all of you that I think the Ray and Kylo stuff is absolutely the best part of the movie. I loved all of those scenes. 
I love that push and pull, and it's unfortunate that all of that got ruined in the third movie. I think they're mm-hmm. I think they're the two best characters in the trilogy as mm-hmm. well. Uh, Absolutely, I think so. I, I mean, well, okay. I, I, well, if we're not counting like Babu Freak, are we? <laughs> I'm talking like brand new characters. Ray's, I think Ray's a horribly written character because she. I can agree with that. I think she's poorly written. She's poorly written, and she's just given powers, and she's just. It's and I mean, at least she does stuff in the movies, though. Like some of the other characters, they don't really do anything. Well, that's the I mean, that's the main issue because you have uh, um, like let's get into some of these other characters a little bit here because that their storylines they're like the B and C plots in these movies, and they are Ryan Johnson wrote himself into a hole with them being stuck on a ship that's running out of gas. Oh, god, yeah, yeah, let's um. Let's get into uh, let's get into the Poe Holdo uh, stuff because this is probably the second best plot in the movie, I guess. If you don't really count like the First Order having a real plot, because they don't really, they just show up to yeah uh, mess things up. Um, but this plot with Poe is so the very opening scene of the movie is, and this is I love the opening scene in this, the space battle at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was well done filmmaking. It felt very dramatic. You felt invested in what was happening and you could feel the tension between Poe and Leia as of what is the right thing to do here. Um, but Poe disobeys orders and tries to take out the dreadnought ship of the first order and they're successful. They take out their guns and they take out the ship, but so much of their fleet is wiped out that they, they lose all of their bomber ships, which I'd never seen the resistance bomber ship before. That's a cool looking ship. I really like that ship. Yeah, but it's just like horribly designed. It's like massive. It's huge. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. so easy. Like one fight, like one blaster to it could set off a bomb and blow up the whole ship. Um, but they're cool. And like, they finally get it to work after uh, one character sacrifices herself uh, to get the last bomber to go down. And Leia is so pissed at Poe about this, that she demotes him mm-hmm. and, and then, of course, um, one of the worst scenes in the movie, one of my scenes that really upset me is when Hate it. I, I agree, it, start, it starts great with Kylo in his ship. We finally see Kylo as a pilot yep. and he is just ripping through space, just crushing it. He was so good, like classic Anakin in, the, in like Revenge of the yeah. Sith Anakin piloting. This is where the fun began. <laughs> yeah. um, he has an opportunity to blow up the command ship that Leia's on and kill her and he doesn't do it he like we see a nice eternal internal struggle with him for that scene he's got his finger on the trigger and he's shaking he's in tears he can't do it and then another ship comes in and blows it up um blowing up all of the lead commanding officers of the resistance somehow including admiral akbar Admiral absolutely bullshit ending to his character um one of the most ridiculous they even just like say it too like the way it's like they were like oh well, we have to kind of tell people he's like it took out everyone even admiral akbar <laughs> it's like yeah. but somehow leia's okay she's like does the superman pose and flies through space that that was the, that was probably she's the like this second yeah. part where i was like what is going on because <laughs> in because in in theory when you watch the original trilogy even maybe even the prequels to a certain extent that you know they're still human yeah you know yes. or whatever whatever they're supposed whatever to be. they're supposed to be so like she got sucked out into space during an explosion and she's out there for at least a minute like if she can do that wouldn't like a bunch of the jedis that die like in combat and like the republic era like be able to survive explosions like that too like 
Yeah, there were a lot of things that happened in this movie that I said, oh, they could do this the whole time. Well, light speed jumping <laughs> is the biggest one. Like that's the biggest one right there. Like we've never heard anything like that before. That, that doesn't see see that doesn't bother me as much. That is just the issue of screenwriting and creating worlds and, and and adding things that could be cool. That didn't bother me. What bothered me was that's how Leia should have died. It should have that should have been should, yeah. that should have been Leia jumping in this jumping into hyperspace. And destroying it. Not this Laura Dern character. What's her name? Holdo. Admiral Holdo. That just comes out of nowhere. She's got purple hair. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Like, like, it's just. Dude, Laura Dern should take any movie from like a six to a nine. And in this movie, it's like she just keeps it stagnant. And it seems very political. I didn't, I, I didn't mean to do that, Ryan. I didn't mean to do that. I don't want to bring politics into it, but it did have a very like, because it, it was her versus Poe, female versus male. Which, by the way, like, when you find out what her plan is as the acting commander, just fucking tell him. Exactly. Yes, that was annoying. Is. Why wouldn't she just tell him up front? Just tell him. God damn, he's, he's sort of the mutiny. He's, he's trying to ask you what's going on. Just be like, yeah, we're going to go to this planet. We're going to deploy. Yeah, we just have to, we have to stay, so we have to stay the course for a little bit. When the planet is in sight, we will release the escape pods and everybody will head out safely. If she just tells him what the plan is, he doesn't work with Finn and Rose to send them on the mission to hack into the ship, which in turn is the reason why they were able to shoot down most of the escape pods. Also, that mission doesn't even matter. In the end, it doesn't. All of that screenwriting, and that's him writing his characters into a box. You know, you have Star Wars, you have planets, you have this entire universe and galaxy, and you're gonna write your characters on a ship that's running out of gas. Then that's what the, that's the whole part. The, that's the whole, the whole second thing. Yeah, it's just it's just awful. It's just not it's just not fun. And then you know, at one point when I thought we were actually going to get something, when uh, is it Finn? See, that's John Boyega's character. Yes, yeah. Finn. When I thought he was going to sacrifice himself. Oh, I would love that. I yes. was like, finally, okay, Ryan Johnson. Okay, I'm here for this. I was here for that. Yeah, and. Then you have Rose crash, <laughs> crash her spaceship into his to save him. Yet where he's fine when they crash, yes. but she's like on the brink of death. Yeah. She is absolutely just like destroyed. Just yeah. It's just not. I, I don't. I don't know. Hold on. Okay, going back. Maybe I'm just misunderstanding this, but you know how like the whole game plan is. Oh, like well, oh, Holdo's game plan is we can send the escape pods. They don't track those, so they won't be able to tell we're leaving. They're going to be tracking the ship. Right. Okay. The Star Destroyer is tracking their ship from a reasonable distance, Mm -hmm. but it's like if you were to look at the back of the ship, like you'd see the Star Destroyer following them. It's just like they, um, the ships are so small they can't read them, is what I get. But this is what I don't understand: is they start bailing on those ships. And then Benicio del Toro is like, oh, by the way, um, they're escaping on those pods and they're like, fire on those pods. And they just start shooting them. So like, yeah. clearly they could see them. So you're telling me that this whole time you have, have these gunners looking at this ship that you're tracking. They wouldn't have been able to tell that those ships were leaving just by looking, even though once they say once they are told that these ships are leaving and they start firing on them like they could see them. 
Like I didn't understand also, that. Also, the whole the whole plot is dumb because they say like the the for the first order ship cannot shoot the command ship because they're like too far out of reach. But then the escape pods are farther out of reach and they can hit those. Well, no, that does kind of make sense because what they were saying was that the blasts, by the time the blast reaches the ship, it wouldn't be strong enough to take down the shields. Yeah, was what they were saying. Still going. But for the ships, them for the little escape pods, I'm assuming that because they're so small, even at that distance, the blasts are still strong enough to take them out. Yeah. That I didn't have an issue with because I feel like that, at least for me, was was explained. Okay. Cameron, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, you've been quiet for a little bit. I was going to ask if you have anything to say. Oh, I'm just listening. You guys go, go back and forth. Um, <clears throat> I mean... I agree with the whole Leia thing. Um, <clears throat> that part did take me out of the movie. Uh, her coming, you know, her flying back. I, I, it's one of those things that, like, the the power creep, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, so messing she, with all of she. Yeah, and it, <clears throat> as you said, it, it could lead to problems with the, you know, with the rest of the franchise. Uh, you know, oh, they can do this. Well, how come they, you know, they can't? How come nobody else exactly. did this? Well, it did because then Rise of Skywalker. Ray can all suddenly just heal people with force. Yeah. Yeah. Why has nobody else ever done yeah, that? Yeah. And so yeah, I, I think these are. I think you know all of these are are valid points. You know, I <clears throat> I think that this is the best Star Wars. Um, it's also my favorite Star Wars. But part of the reason why I think why it's, okay, but because because I think it has the best characterization and it tells the it tells the best story in my opinion. Really? Yes, I enjoyed the story of the Last Jedi more than any other story. Over and Empire Strikes Back, over the original. I really like the dynamic of Rey and uh, okay. Kylo. It's I really, really good. like it's that really dynamic. Good. It's really fascinating to me. Okay. I really like what they do with Rey being a nobody. I really like that. But then she's not a nobody, which we find out later. But well, she's a, but but Ryan Johnson that wrote moment. her. Ryan Johnson wrote her as a nobody, which I liked. I, I like, like it too. I don't. I know you don't like it. I like it's that. Boring. I like that the kids on the planet, that the kid on the planet kid. Has, has the force. I like all of that. That is all very interesting to me. See, that's the thing. That's the thing about The Last Jedi that I like. And you, it might mm-hmm. have to be with the fact that I'm not a Star Wars fan. You're this looking at interesting. More of a movie. This movie is interesting to me. It yeah. tries new things. Yeah, you say subvert expectations. I know that that has like a super negative connotation. It's a meme. Okay, but... I like that this was different than the movie I thought I was coming into uh, because that's what happens with Star Wars. That's what happened with Force Awakens. It was the exact movie I wanted, what I expected, and it was what I got. That's yeah. the thing about that's the thing about fandoms that's so frustrating. And what we've found exactly happened with Rise of Skywalker is that it is impossible it was to service. create a movie that is written by the fans. Yeah, because Rise Skywalker is fan service. And The Last Jedi is an example of what happens when you create something and you don't care about what the fans think. You don't care but look about... look at where it got. Look at where it... Well, on top of that, I think what it creates... Look at where it got them. The highest critically... Rev- of all the sequels and of... 92%. And and more than... 90%, I think, excuse me. I think the second highest reviewed Star Wars... Of all nine, only behind Empire Strikes Back. They don't make movies for critics. They make movies for the fans. It's still still grossed $1.3 billion. But it's it's got Star Wars labeled on it. It's got Star Wars. Oh, yeah? How'd that do for Solo? Well, exactly. Why do you think Solo... Because it wasn't good. 
No, Rogue One came out. Rogue One came out before this. It didn't make that much. The Last Jedi, and they didn't like the direction that Disney was taking these movies. It's the whole reason that Trevor got fired. And look, so I will agree. There are toxic fans. I understand that. There are toxic fans. You can subvert expectations in a way where you still give the Star Wars fans Star Wars, but also bring in new ideas. I mean, look at the prequels. Some people hate the prequels. Hold on. Let me, I'm just going to tell you this right now. The prequels are vastly different than the original trilogy. Now, obviously they're made 20, 25 years apart. Um, But they still have a feeling of Star Wars to them while also world building without, you know, visiting planets and, and intersecting care. I mean, like I originally recently watched over, over, you know, um, I don't want to say COVID break because that just sounds horrible. Corn COVID, quarantine. COVID break. Um, <laughs> Spring break. I watched the prequels again, and and there is more connective tissue between those three movies than there are with the three Disney movies. And, and I, but we don't argue. I'm not. We are, no, we're I'm not, not arguing, arguing that. 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 That's one. What I'm saying is there is a way to subvert expectations, but doing it in a smart way, instead of just. What are the four things that J.J. Abrams set up? Oh, he set up those four things. What is the least exciting way to answer these questions? Oh, Ray, you're a nobody. Oh that's my God. not the least. Ex- that's exciting. To How me. is that exciting? Because it point? opens up a world of possibilities. I, uh, Joel, you had something boring. you were going to say. How is that, that boring? Wanna, boring. It's, what, what? Really? You think, <laughs> you think you're being done. a Palpatine is less boring? I no, it's oh, horrible. God, horrible. The, what would you but they were leading to, to something else is what I'm trying to get at is 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 they're leading to something she's an, she's a Kenobi she's a Skywalker look that's I'm not boring saying, I understand boring. that but when you lead it if you establish that she's nobody in the first movie I'm fine with it but they didn't establish that she was someone in the first movie they what it was they established that she's someone fucking important in the first movie and she is important because she's someone who has that power of the force without actually being related to anyone how is that not important but they're establishing in the first movie that she is connected to a character that we already know she's connected. Is, that, is that confirmed or is that she's just the is that just the fans why, wishing for that why is luke's why is anakin's original lightsaber calling, calling to her? her no it's a fair point why yeah. does she somehow magically know how the millennium falcon works no problems running it yeah no problems running it like she's touching things and han's looking at her like how the fuck you know these things this is a filmmaker establishing this person is somehow connected to an original character and then you get this next movie that goes, nah, nah, no, nah, fuck that. No, I don't, I don't, she's a nobody. Okay, but where does that take us? Cool, she's a nobody. What is, what thematically does that do for the third movie? Because when you leave The Last Jedi, when you leave that theater, what the fuck are we looking forward to in the next movie? I know what I was looking forward What, to. what were we looking forward to? I was looking forward to Ray teaching all of the new, new kids how to use the Force. And then we didn't get that. No, we didn't get that. But that's not the fault of the Last Jedi. I agree with Cameron on that. Yeah, that it is a fault. I, how is that the fault of the Last esta- Jedi? They don't establish anything. What are you talking so, like, about? The they third, establish so all of these things in the movie that they don't what, do. The third what one. What fucking thematical questions are you looking forward to in the theoretical what? after the Last Jedi? What do you? Okay, what do you mean? I just the said rebels. It. The rebels. That's. 
She's gonna start just collecting a bunch of young Jedi and teaching them. Yes, like Pokemon, no, please. Why Wait, not? She's not even a fucking Jedi man. She doesn't know fucking. She's shit. not even a Jedi knight. Interesting. Not even Jedi knight. That she's not. That she has to fulfill this role that she hasn't herself even finished. I'm saying there's a character she's not written there yet. That would be taking leaps and bounds. That'd okay, be, but like, they already like, did that. That'd be like Luke. That'd be like Luke training someone in Empire Strikes Back. You, what, what, why what, isn't what, that? Because it was written in this what? trilogy, is what I'm trying to get at. Is you're looking at but it this as is not, this I, is not a trilogy. This is a nine episode movie. The world. There are there are things established in this world. And look, you cannot be a big Star he Wars fan. You literally burned the fucking Jedi books. Those don't exist anymore. There no. are no, there is Technically, no. Technically Yoda burned them. Yeah, okay, I say he. It's say, terrible. Yeah, you're right. All that was terrible. <clears throat> Awful. But, the, but you say it doesn't work, but they literally did that in the movie, so it would work. Joel. I know, I know you wanted to chime in before. <laughs> what you I don't even remember what I was going to chime know. in with. Like earlier when you, excuse me, earlier when, <laughs> earlier when you first were like, Joel, you had something and I remembered at that time. And then yeah. this all happened and I have no clue what I was. Well, I have something about. that I want to go into that I think could change the direction of the conversation a little bit. But before we do that, I want to throw a quick word to our sponsors. When we come back, I have a question for Eric. Eric, there's something I wanted to bring up in regards to the world of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, I've you read, probably know more than I. I've do. read some of the comics. I've read some of the books. I've watched. He's read the Jedi texts. Animated stuff. Not same- page turners. No, no, they're not. They're not page turners. I know a lot about like the lore of Star yes. Wars. In fact, most of my favorite things of Star Wars aren't even from the movies. Um, my question for you is: When Ryan Johnson is going for in Last Jedi is he seems to, and Cameron, you correct me if I'm wrong, because I think this is what you're, what you think. He's going for an expansion of the world yes. of Star Wars with Ray being unrelated to these characters, with this kid at the end having yes. force powers. Yes. Isn't it more interesting to set up a world where other people can be the focus of the franchise going forward over all of our main characters being either Skywalkers or Palpatines? So- so I agree with you on that. But the issue with that, though, is then it should have been established in Force Awakens. Joel, what do you want to say before he keeps going? No, keep going. Just okay. come to me after. Okay, um, after, okay. Because if they would have established that in Force Awakens, if they would have got rid of all of the, the lightsaber calls to Rey, and, you know, if they just would have made her a Force user, I'm fine with that. And if they would have not have had these hints that she's connected to someone, I'm fine with that. Um, it's, it's like someone hinting for a week saying that, Hey, your friends are throwing you a surprise birthday party. Hey, your friends are throwing you a surprise birthday party. <laughs> and then the surprise birthday party doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> that has no, it this is like, this is like Hitchcock's story of the bomb that's where he's like, I you felt. tell the audience the bomb's going to go off, but the bomb never goes and off. That's, right. And that's, and that's how I felt when you find out she's a nobody I was like, well, what? You I don't, mean, you don't like I, that they I, invested time in the previous they invested film. Invested time in the previous film, you know. And look, if even if she still would end up being a nobody, doing it in a more creative way than just fucking Kylo being like, you're a nobody. Yeah. It's just like, what, what is, what is this? Um, and a big topic of discussion when that movie came out and people said that was like, well, he, well he's probably just lying to her. Which exactly. It, it turned out he, he may not have been lying, but it turned out he wasn't right. 
and and all these discussions we're assuming that we don't know the rise of skywalker right exactly yes of course we're we're just you know as if we just saw last jedi for the first time and we're sitting down talking i wish we'd never seen rise of skywalker (laughs) that movie is atrocious um and you think this one's worse no 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 i i i don't what all right (laughs) what are you getting uh, upset about this man literally came to me and said I don't even this consider is not only the worst my, Star Wars yes, movie. Because I don't even this get, is one of the worst <laughs> fucking movies I've ever seen. And now he's over here, like I'm over, like oh yeah, this is. He's like oh, it was really well directed. I, the special effects were really good. I don't good. care the, the, about the I acting. Don't. Was good. The technical was good. Oh my god, the cinematography, gorgeous. The colors were so good. But this movie's one of the worst fucking movies I've yes, ever seen. Because I don't consider Rise of Skywalker. I don't even consider that a Star Wars. Oh my god! It's literally a Star Wars movie. It's canon. It's 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 to me. It's it's a studio just. This is ridiculous. This jacking themselves off, being like, "All right, we gotta fix things." It's like Space Jam: New Legacy. I've erased that movie from my fucking memory. Joel, I don't want. I don't want. As a story, as a story, you can't do that. You literally cannot do that. That's not how this works. You don't get to be like. What do you mean? No, like, listen, because Cameron, we're, we're in Cameron, the real world. Cameron, Cameron in five years, when there's more Disney Plus shows and more Star Wars movies, nobody is going to talk about these three Disney films. They are dead. Okay, and, and nobody's going to I'm trying to understand them. why this has any semblance of anything to do with what we're talking about right now. I think, I think overall, as a movie, I think... I, I I would compare Last Jedi and Force uh, Rise of Skywalker equal. They're both no, awful. No, uh, Last Jedi is not as bad as F- F- Rise of Skywalker. No, but, but Rise of Skywalker is not. It's not. It's a fucking it, movie made by executives. It's a collection of. That's mo- what I'm trying to get at. Is yeah, it's Rise, not. Rise I'm of, viewing it as as Rise of Skywalker is a movie made by executives because the fans told them they needed to. The do fans that. bullied them. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. Well. <laughs> Then they fucked up with Last Jedi. Then how can that be so fucking good if your entire fan base hates it and it it's causes not the studio about the fans? So why are we, why are we making Star Wars? What what is the point of making these movies if it's not about the fans? Okay, but there, are, there what, okay. what is what is the point? There are there obviously are people who like the Last Jedi. Cool. They're horrible people. Not that you're okay. a horrible person. Uh, 42% of people like you it. You can't sit there and say, I'm going to buy one of the biggest franchises in the world, in history of human fucking movies and comic books, and go, we're going to make a new trilogy, but we're not going to make it for the fans. There's a reason. That makes no there's sense. A, there's a reason why the people who make movies and the people who write movies are the ones who do that and the people who watch movies are the ones that watch it. It is never a good idea for the audience to be the one who drives the creation of something. But what, what caused them to fuck up on rise of Skywalker? It was the fans reaction to the the movie was awful because the fans, you can make, you can subvert expectations. You can make a star Wars movie and blow up the world, but still do it in a smart way. And they and did. Every, no, they did not. Because clearly, a good chunk and most of the chunk of the fan base disagreed. And they hated it. Even Mark Hamill, 
the man who's Luke Skywalker. Mark, so this this quote that you, this this quote that you have, Mark Hamill has come out and said that he likes. No, he doesn't. Yes, he did. No, he doesn't. You said he liked the last Jedi. He didn't like the direction his character was taking. Yes, that's what he said. He, you can watch interviews, man. When he's doing press, it's it shows. It shows. It was, it like, shows it was like Affleck. It was like Affleck on Batman vs Superman. What they did to his character, and I'm sorry. If you're if you're making a movie and you have this actor who's been promoting again, you're 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 doing shit wrong. It's 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 not the it's it's not the actor's job. Why do we make movies? That? Well, and he says that as well. He said like I don't like the direction you're taking my character in, but my job is to play. The <clears throat> why why even make Star Wars then? If you're not if you're not trying, to, you can do both. You okay. can do both as a screenwriter okay, and a filmmaker. You can do both. Thing. You see, you you keep saying, you keep saying, and then not just you, but this is always. Why? What movie? Are, what movie should be made? Because we saw with the Force Awakens, they're just making the same movie as they made with New Hope. What? what, what, what? I've already agreed with you that they should probably not have done that. I've already said. Okay, it's an entertaining the movie, Jedi and they try something new. Not and really. It's still, off. it's kind of a ripoff of Empire Strikes Back a little bit. There's a lot of similarities between those two movies. Um, I mean, Hoth is the same as the Salt Planet. Great, yeah, great. Um, the whole "Who are you? You're nobody's equal to Luke Skywalker," and finding out Darth Vader's his father. Um, there's a lot of similarities that Empire Strikes Back is just a is a more hidden empire strikes back than force awakens is the new hope. Um, but I just think, I'm sorry when you, when you, it's like, let me, let me, let me try and let me try and explain it to you in a different way. Say someone, I'm a massive hockey fan. We all are familiar with hockey, Ex- right? The biggest hockey fan. I'm a massive. I love hockey. He, Eric loves hockey. Like now, I love baseball for all. My exactly. So, if someone just bought the National Hockey League and started just changing things, rules and, and how the game functioned and and yeah, we can just call that person like Gary Bettman for story's sake. <laughs> just just really started to do chip away at the integrity of the game or just flat out was like, I want to change everything. As a hockey fan, I'd be like, <coughs> Rob Manfred. What do you what are you doing? Why are you changing a sport that we already like? Now you can add things to the sport. You can change a few things, and they've done that. They added the shootout, and they've added different things here and there. I would just like to say, comparing sports and movies is. But I'm trying to get you in the mindset, Cameron. No, that's BS. Let him say his analogy. But what that's an analogy is I'm trying to get is that there is a massive probably I would say what. 70% of Star Wars fans are hardcore Star Wars fans. Let's be honest here. The people that are going to see that movie multiple times yeah. have a set pre-expectation of what they want. Now, I'm not saying that that's good for a franchise. And, and you're not, and just you quick, can deliver those pre-expectations, but also add new ideas. But it's not the studio's responsibility to meet the fans' expectations. That's exactly it's it. Not, it's, it is. It's, it's not. But every fan has different expectations. To a certain extent, it is. But it's different. To a certain extent, okay, you're right. It is. So they expected they expected Luke Skywalker to be in this. Skywalker to be in this movie. He was in this I movie. am not saying that they need to get a list of things that fans want and go, we need to make this. They 
That's what you're saying. That's not, what rise. That's what happens to rise of Skywalker. Not a hundred percent. I'm not. I think you're getting confused at 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 what I'm getting at. When you take such a massive franchise, you take a sport like hockey or football. There are preconceived things that fans want. There's not even a lightsaber duel in the Last Jedi. There's not a time when two lightsabers touch each other. That's fucking awful. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Awful. Horrible. That's not Star Wars. I'm going out and see some fucking lightsaber shit. That didn't even happen. That is what I'm trying to get at. You can still give those expectations to Star Wars fans while also creating new shit and expanding the world. Ryan Johnson just didn't try hard enough. He simply said, you know what? Snoke's boring. I'm just going to kill him. Turning Ray into someone that's somewhat interesting, I'm just going to make her a nobody. That's just easy. See, you, you, say um, that, you say that that's boring. You say that's lazy. I think that it's the exact opposite because we saw the reaction he got for doing those things. The easy thing would be doing what J.J. Abrams did and just giving everything, everyone everything they wanted. What Ryan Johnson did was do the exact opposite and people hated him for it. That is not lazy. That is not boring. That is taking risk. That to me just feels more like that. And I'm not saying that Ryan Johnson did this fucking trilogy. Don't do it with star Wars. Don't take something that is established and something that people are expecting out of and fuck with it. Don't, it doesn't make sense to me. If Disney wants to make your own, make your own space shit. If you want to, I don't understand how that's Ryan Johnson's fault. And not it Disney's is because it, it's both. It's both. I, I put as much blame on Kathleen Kennedy and Disney as I do Ryan Johnson. If I was Kathleen Kennedy, she in Ryan Johnson hand me that script. It'd be like, try fucking again. Cause clearly Mark Campbell disagrees. Try fucking again. Like you, you don't get the essence. Like, what do you do? Luke Skywalker, you're just, oh, I'm going to put him on a fucking island. He's just going to yeah, do shit. What is he, what is he doing? <laughs> he drinks the green milk. fucking nothing. Let's put our characters on a spaceship with no gasoline. What? What? There's all these planets we could be exploring. Yeah, we ex- what are you talking about? We explored what, space Vegas. What are we, ta- what are we doing? Space Pre- Monaco. Prequels uh, go to see, more planets. I, see, I, these are expectations. Something, something you've been talking about with Luke. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't touched on the whole thing. Okay. okay. Um, and so I know obviously you're going to disagree with me yes. about this. <laughs> um, Most likely. And so, and I understand and, and there's no, we're not going to come to an agreement about no. this thing. I like that Luke is this hard, shallow kind of shell of a man that he used to be. I like that. Okay. I know you don't agree with me, and I know you're going to say something. I agree with you to, I'm fine if that's what Ryan Johnson wanted, but how he got there was not enough for me. Okay. I don't think it is necessary for filmmakers to have to show entire histories for how a character got the way they yes, were to be. Especially- I, don't, I don't think that is necessary. Okay. That might what? be for a new character, but not for a character that's has been established and that has been. Okay. But we, but we, we get, we get. Can I just ask you a question? Go for it. You've seen Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Luke Skywalker okay. turns Darth fucking Vader to the good side. Okay. Fights Emperor Palpatine. Okay. And does all that. Yeah. And now you're telling me that same character uh-huh. sees some nightmares in uh-huh. his nephew 
Dark Side Nightmares. Oh, <laughs> and now he's gonna go run and desert himself on an island and leave his sister alone and leave his best friend Han alone. Do you honestly think that Nightmare Dreams can make a character that had turned Darth Vader, fought Darth Sidious to that point? Just how how do you see that that leap? Have have you ever seen someone who did something in their twenties and <laughs> late? No, 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 no. I'm listening. Sh- I'm not laughing at the analogy. That, like, that, that, that I'm laughing. my argument more no. because he did that in his twenties. Uh, well, you didn't let me finish. Okay. Okay. Have you seen someone be a person in their twenties and be and then? be hardened by the reality, by the sadness of the world. And 30 years later, they are not the person that they were 20 years ago. There's a shell, uh, there is that spark in there because the world that they have seen has made them- Wasn't shown or not. All that Ryan Jackson showed was Luke seeing the nightmare dreams and that was it. But but he doesn't have to show everything. Oh my God. My nephew has some dark side thoughts. I'm going to call it quits. Guys, I know I fought the Empire you're, you're, 20 years acting, ago. But when, okay, when we're talking about movies, when we're talking uh, about a series that is nine episodes long, you can't pretend like everything is happening in a vacuum and that the only things that are happening are what we're seeing. Again, this is when this is a filmmaker expecting its audience to understand and to grow with um to understand that characters can change even if it's not exactly showing it it's just like in the dark knight rises when people were like oh well how did he get from the pit to chicago or gotham city or whatever what they didn't show that they didn't need to show that because we understand that is completely different it, than i mean it's a it's a travel logistic thing and so yeah it's but it's still the same kind of thing where the, the filmmaker doesn't need to show everything we can gather from the rest of it that what was it just this one and what you're saying is it was just this one thing no what i gather is that there had been so much else there had been so much else that luke had gone through do i need to know exactly what that is no because we don't need to know every single detail about someone's backstory to know that they're damaged but what we do need to know is when there is a trip when there is that trauma and it and it comes all crashing his dad Turns his dad, gets electrocuted, even throws his lightsaber in turn of the Jedi, mm-hmm. is, is is establishing who he is as a person. And and what Ryan Johnson gives us now, obviously you can elaborate, uh, maybe Kylo murdered younglings or he did something fucking horrible. Yeah, sure. You can elaborate, you can think that. Killing younglings. But what is established is that one specific moment, seeing the dreams. And they barely even go into any. There's that flashback where there's shit burning because Kylo and the. The Knights of Ren, yeah. I need more. This character is such a heroic character. I need more as not only a Star Wars fan, but as a moviegoer. Like, you're taking a character who's done so much in the original trilogy, who blew up the Death Star in episode one, confronted his father in episode two. See? Return, turn his father to the light side, fought Emperor Palpatine, and and now you're just telling me he's gonna run to a deserted island because his his nephew, who he probably loves, is having a few dark side moments. So so I need more. 
So here's the thing. We're not going to agree on that. No, we're not. And, 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 that, and that's fine. But when watching this movie the first time, but you're probably, I, no, no, I know. And, and you're probably coming finish, from... Yeah. And, and like I said, I'm coming from the position I'm in. But watching this movie the first time, the whole Luke thing being an issue, never crossed my mind. It was never something that bothered me. And so it's still, because it still is not something that would bother me because it's not something I'd... I'd you know, not saying that if someone were to explain something to me and uh, I'd be like, oh yeah, I see the issue in that and that wouldn't change my, I, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't change my mind. But it's not an issue to me. It's, it's, it's really not. And that's just, and if that's because, you know, you think, oh, I don't like the character, I don't know the character enough, I don't like the character enough, it doesn't mean enough to me, that, that's fine. That could be it. That's, and, then, and, that's, and, that's, and that's fine. Could be it. But what I'm saying is when watching the movie the first time, I, Luke, that wasn't even an issue to me. I didn't know, and that's the thing. You know how crazy it is to come out of a movie and like think. I, I was talking to Christina about this. We both came out of the Last Jedi like, oh my god, that was fucking incredible. We went online and everyone hated it, and we were like, what? Did they watch the same movie as us? This was awesome. Yeah, there were parts that we didn't like. It, it, I don't think that there's such. I, I don't think there's a perfect Star Wars movie. I think that they are good movies that were revolutionary ahead of their time, but going back i don't think that they do anything story-wise or narrative-wise that is just blows people that like that is anything i think it might okay i i should i should rephrase that I it, obvi- it obviously it follows hero's path it follows fantasy yeah, it, it's, it's nothing it's yes. nothing insanely 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 no. unique uh, yeah. unique, right it's not inception it's not and and so I we were very surprised when we went, when we looked online and found out that everyone hated it because legitimately it's not like a movie that we were trying to be it's not a movie I was trying to be like contrarian before where like um and you know, I some pr- people will say some people will say that I was contrarian to Joker because you know I I knew what the I knew what the audience reaction was going mm-hmm. into it but literally coming out of the last Jedi we thought everyone our theater cheered we thought everyone was going to love it and it was a complete like just uh surprise to find out that it was universally hated by well, I won't say universally but massively hated by the Star Wars fandom and so yes I had my issues with the movie but I still really loved it, and I, I still wish I could be you. And, and like I wish I could. Thing, like the Luke thing never even crossed my mind. And and I think the main difference you brought it up is that I'm not saying that I'm a bigger Star Wars fan. You can agree that I probably am more than you, but we're going into that movie with different expectations. We're going in viewing things differently, seeing you know what Luke has gone through in the previous movies, and you're probably just sitting there with your popcorn going, "I'm gonna watch a movie." And and if it works, it works. Um, but when you take a franchise that Disney took, like Star Wars, you have to have knowledge that are going to be people like me. Okay, you have to. It's it's it would be idiotic. And they actually kind of did do the opposite. They went and thing we could just do what the fuck we want. We're not going to actually write an arc to these movies. And it hurt them. It really hurt them. I honestly think in 10 years, 15, no one's going to talk about these three movies. I, I, I really do. I think the prequels will last longer. No, that's ridiculous. To have. 
memes about him. There's way more. Trust shout, me. Shout out our prequel memes. Yeah. Trust me. I, I really do. And I don't even think, do you think kids are going to grow up? Love there's, there's no lollipop that's like Ray's tongue. <laughs> I think, no, I think the sequels are always going to have staying power. Because Disney Disney's backing them. Like you think, look at the theme parks. It's yeah, but all already, sequels. But stuff. they're already changing. They're already changing with Disney Plus. They're already they're they're already realizing i don't think they're ever just going to outright ignore them. no they're not no it's still going to be canon but i'm talking the fan base i'm talking the appeal i'm talking like in 15 years do you want to see someone's going to buy a fucking kylo so, ren shirt so, i would think so, so. no, i still think so so here's the thing i i think and we and and this is just in general with all communities mm-hmm. um we see it with the gaming community we see it with um I'll use the gaming community as the example, right? A lot of the gaming community hates EA, Fortnite, and all that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. They they hate it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fuck EA. And they're very vocal about it. You go on Reddit, it's always fuck EA, fuck Epic, all that, all that oh, kind EA of stuff. Sucks. Blizzard, and, Activision. Yeah, now. They, they they hate them. They hate them. Okay. But that's the very small vocal minority. Okay. And at the end of the day, EA still sells a million copies, billions of, of FIFA. Um, uh, they sell a new Madden every what year. What's the other one? E, uh, yeah. Um, NHL. Yeah, they, they all, Madden. Yeah. All, what was the other company? Blizzard. No, you said uh, you said um, you said Fortnite. So Epic. Okay, Epic. Yeah, Fortnite. They still sell billions all their skins, of dollars battle passes. of skins. The game is a complete. Do you want to talk about um, a company that didn't listen to the creators? Look at Fortnite. It's a complete bastardization of what the game initially was, yeah. right? Because um, they knew kids would just buy shit. Because that, that's the thing. They know that the younger generations are going to adopt things and are going to like them the way they are. And that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and well, so, where and where so, are you getting with with so the what, Disney movies. Okay, so what you're saying... And I'm talking the Disney trilogy movies. I'm yeah. not talking so what Mandalorian or Disney Plus. I'm talking episode... So you have, the, you have the affinity for the Star Wars movies that you grew up with, correct? Yes. Okay. So there's an entire generation of children who are growing up with these Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. I have to actually disagree on that. No, really? he's, he's right. I have to disagree on that. I'm not saying that there I aren't kids. Listen, I'm not saying that there aren't kids. But there has been articles and proof that by the time the last show came out, and even Rise of Skywalker, that toy sales were absolute garbage. Terrible. Mm-hmm. That they couldn't even sell merchandise. They couldn't even sell anything. Because... Yeah, but also... Who's buying Star Wars toys? Is, I it, is it kids? I, I, I don't I think. Did. Yeah, I, I don't did. think it's just kids. I did. As a kid, you did. As a kid, I did. But who's like? But who else is buying? Well, them? Like how, fifty-year-old dudes that? and fifty-year-old dudes putting them on a shelf but in their in their. As a kid of the prequels, I do. I have no. I had them too. Seven totes back home with my parents, filled with tackle clone Revenge of the Sith toys. What I'm trying to get at is, I and look, I could be looking in a vacuum. I'm not a fucking eight-year-old kid, and there are going to be kids that like Ray and Kylo. I get that, but I, I, I I've seen I, a, I've seen a bunch of Rays for Halloween. Yeah. Yes, I'm not. Ray's got a ton of stuff. It's Star Wars. I'm not. And that's exactly what I'm saying, and you said no, it's not. 
I'm not saying zero percent that no kid's gonna like the movies, but what I'm trying to get at is I just don't see these films having a lasting effect when I see Disney. And they're already doing it. They're already the Mandalorian, it's more original trilogy style. They're getting they're like, we fucked up with these movies. Look, sure, some kid could dress as Ray in fucking 15 years. Good, good for little Susie. But <laughs> what I'm getting at is they already are, I just, I just don't see these three films. And they already get complaints that their new parks were for these trilogies. That's true. That is to me terrible. Get us the original shit too. You can mix it. Give us a little bit of both. But the I, fact that they're like, let's make everything Force Awakens, just like I want to, I want to make it clear. I am not um, defending the sequel trilogy. Which, which, what? I'm, Overall, they're a failure. Which yes. sequel trilogy? You're talking the, the Star- Disney, yeah, the Disney sequel. Yeah. Overall, make it's it very overall clear it's a they're, failure. They're, they're, they're bad. That yes. Disney made horrible mistake. The absolute what? I mean, it it blows. And I'm not. I know this is an original thought, but it blows my mind. It blows everyone's mind that they would take this franchise and not fucking plan yeah. three one yeah. story. It's not that hard to plan no. three. I and that I, might be I, where my anger comes from. And yeah. maybe the last Jedi is not as bad, but more of my anger comes from the fact that this is billion dollar company who yeah Kevin Feige next door planning yeah 46 movies yeah. that connect and they're all, they work and they're crushing their work and look there are some okay ones yeah but most of the time you're gonna have a lot even of the okay fun. even the okay ones are still fun. good and they yeah. all contribute to the story in a little yes. bit yes in, a little in bit. some and then you've sense got these yeah. three Star Wars movies and she should not have hired J.J. Abrams yeah I, I yeah we've talked about this with J.J. Yeah, Abrams Dave, on Rise of Skywalker one. Dave Filoni should have been yeah. The person, or they really he should have been the Kevin Feige of the movies, and they should, yes, Kathleen Kennedy should not have been involved. She could have been a producer, yes, but she should not have been involved in the creative even the, stuff. She, even the executive producer, yeah. But we're right; we're all on the same page that I would love to sit in those rooms and just be like, "How did that? How did that plan it does, this it, out?" It's, it's it is it's an insult. It's I think I mean it, it has to be the biggest failure of. Fran- like just of a franchise of franchises of movie ma- and blockbusters and they'll say and it doesn't matter they made a billion dollars i think they made it i think they all the, made a billion I, I think the five combined and made it's like 4.5 billion dollars it's bad like when you're remembered or the, or the only thing that you can say was a success was the finances yeah and i don't even think that they can call the finances a success because it should have been so much more yeah i agree yeah, it should have been because because Force Awakens made a fuck ton of money. Oh, it did. Yeah, and then they got lower. Every did time. it make it because it was Star Wars? It, it did it because people were starving for a new Star yes. Wars movie. And I know we've already talked about Rise of Skywalker on this. Show. Yeah, and so I obviously won't get into it, but I will say that even though. You hated the Last Jedi, even though. Skywalker overall is a worse for me. It's 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 even though it's awful that, in your opinion, even though they ruined Luke, they did all this stuff. Perhaps, and it's awful that they didn't have all three of these, you know, original characters. The most atrocious thing is to take a finale and pretend like the movie before it that set literally everything up. Yeah. Did not exist. Oh, interesting. Isn't that what the last Jedi did? 
Not to no, that extent. Not to that extent. Not to that extent. They, but pretty close. They, they, they did it at times. But, the, but they had thematic reasons for yeah, doing exactly. that. Exactly. Whereas in Rise of Skywalker, they literally Why? What's the thematic they reason? What's the thematic forgot. reason? They literally didn't. Just okay. killing the villain? It's thematic. But it's it, a thematic it's reason. The you, might not, you might not agree with it, where but it's in the, Where in Rise of Skywalker are they like, oh, hey, by the way, the kids that have the Force, that, 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 that for me. That for me is the look at the look at what happens. Look at what happens about. to Rose in Rise of Skywalker. The fans hated her in Last Jedi. There's literally a line and where they're she, like, "This is a bad Rose, She's a horribly written character. It's not the actress's fault. No, it's not. I'm not. It's not her fault. But the character was so poorly written. Then rewatching this today, I was. I, I'm not to the extent where these fans are like bullying yeah, Kelly Matru- Marie Tran because it's not her fault. But the character sucks. Like yeah. that, there's not one point in the movie where I care about Rose at all even when her sister dies when you first discover that rose is there and that you know her sister was the one of the bomb squad like i don't even care at the beginning can we can i also just bring in the thought since we're talking about actors and characters um uh, is it john boyega yeah john boyega Boyega. he's even come out and said that disney used him because he was black yeah yeah even even though though in some countries they didn't and that to me is disgusting it's horrible that but they do that they're showing politics into star wars and they're just like trying to fit these things and and i don't know what you say but laura dern's character clearly is a liberal character purple hair she's a female going against poe like why is this even happening just why are we even doing this Mm -hmm. with with star wars it just there's a lot of things going on in the background and 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 I think that's why fans, you know, I'm all for strong female characters. Hell. Oh my god, Leia. We need more. Ripley from from Alien Aliens and 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 uh just uh, Sarah Connor. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know, I just I don't need politics in Star Wars. The Star Wars is inherently politics though. Like Trade Federation yes. stuff in the prequels is a yes, part of it. Yes, but it's 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 politics in the root of government. I have to establish how these planets, you know, work with each other. It's not swing to one side. See, when it's watching not, this movie, none of that ever came to my mind. So, the purple hair. Character. I think. Um, I think. Well, gentlemen, that was a sported back and forth you two had. That was incredible. Joel, do you have anything to say? At the end, of uh, I mean, to be honest, not really. Like going into this episode, we kind of sorry, really quick. I have to note the fact that since I'm the only one not here, they're all looking at me at the same computer, and just this visual of the way you guys are looking at me at like it's hilarious to me. But yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, no, it just we knew this was going to be kind of you guys battling it out. So at this point, pretty much everything that I would have thought has been said from one side or the other. We didn't talk um, about Canto Bite, but that's okay. We don't the, need to. We, <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> um, the same time. we also didn't talk about how like Yoda can apparently strike lightning down onto things that he never used that power before. Yeah, uh, powerful. They should help with all the fights. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, my biggest thing that I would just say about, all of this and this kind of sums up a little bit of what both of you have said throughout is i love mandalorian like i i love that show okay and a big part of that is because it's like it's very much a space western which as we know i love westerns but that's what for me what i love about this show is that it is a star wars based show that is 
completely up until recently, completely new characters, right? This, this most recent season, we start getting some characters that we do know introduced, but they're not so much like Ahsoka was in literally one episode. Right. And then Luke, he just kind of saves the day at the end. Right. So I, that's what I wanted. And Boba and Boba. Yes. I wanted this trilogy to be more like that. I think there are way too many of the original characters in this trilogy that because of that, it sets up what Eric's talking about in terms of you're going to let down the fans. If you're bringing all of these characters in, you are setting yourself up to piss people off. If you're not giving them what they think they want. Now I agree, Cameron, the audience should not be the ones deciding where the story goes because they're never going to be satisfied. And it's always going to turn out the worst possible way. Okay. I totally agree with that. And I agree with you, Eric, that in a way the studios do need to be, giving the fans what they want. If you're going to take this massive franchise of star Wars and then put out a film that just isn't anything that star Wars has been shown to be in, in the past, then you're setting yourself up for failure. For me, if this entire trilogy had just been about these new characters and then here and there you sprinkle in, like if we had Luke not show up until the third film, and then I don't know. I don't know if he saves the day, if he's the hero, if he's Don't just he trains Ray, whatever it may be. You just have him in that third film. I think it works better. But us having Han in the first film, and and Leia, and then you get Leia in this next one, and you know we have Chewbacca, and then all these characters that we already know. Now I'm less focused on the stories of these new characters because they're intertwined with all these people that I already know. I would much rather the focus completely be on these new characters, allow myself to fall in love with them and their stories, and then connect those stories that I now care about to these other characters that I already have feelings for. Because right now, all I'm doing is trying to figure out how this is interlocking with everybody. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing with Ray and her being a nobody. And you know, that's the, that's the difficult thing of taking a Star Wars franchise. And maybe they could have even just been like, we're going to make a new trilogy and it's going to be set hundreds of years in the future, way past when Luke was alive. Right. And, and, that route. and that's what I'm saying is like going back to like Ray being a nobody. I'm okay with Ray being no one. I don't need her to be related to anybody in the pre-existing, you know, Skywalker socket. That's totally okay with me. And like Cameron was saying, I think, I think that's a cool risk where it's like, no, this character doesn't have to have gained these powers from somebody else, but guess what? We're going to get to tell you a story about why she does have these powers, but we don't get that because they had to link her to all these other characters, you know, that already exist. Right. And it's just, it's just unfair to, to Ray as a character that she has to be linked to these other people. If Ray gets to stand alone as a character herself, I feel like she's going to be a much better character. They have the chance to write her better because they're not writing her based on her actions with other people. They're writing her based on who her character is and allows that character to grow more and not just her her but all of these other new characters that were being introduced to they grow together as a unit just like the originals grew in the original franchise and the people that we meet in the prequel trilogy even though those people are essentially connected to new people later on because of the fact that it takes place beforehand it's not as hand in hand as the sequels are with the original trilogy so it still kind of stands alone as its own group of people in a way but to me it's just 
this trilogy should not have been so heavily focused on these characters that we already know, because I feel like that took so much away from it, from storytelling, from the character building, from the world building. And in turn, to Eric's point, it set up expectations for fans that were never going to be met, therefore just setting themselves up for failure. Well said. No, it's a great point. I think uh, I think that kind of crescendos everything that we've said here tonight. Beautifully said. Yeah. Well done. Um, all right, fellas. I think I think that's all we really have to say about the last Jedi. We covered a lot. Uh, we covered a lot of key points and a lot of things that fans have been upset about and talking about for the last couple of years. So do I get do I get my refund? Are you guys paying? Well, we're gonna get doing that right now, Eric. God damn it! That's the next part. We're gonna we're gonna go through fucking episode. (laughs) We're gonna go through and figure out what our refunds are for this film. Um, Normally, the guest goes last, but since we know what Eric's gonna do, we know what Cameron's gonna do. Don't do all the let's get the let's do yeah let's do. Don't do all I'm telling life. him he doesn't have to get the full refund. He can get like half. Oh, refund. right, right. So he hasn't listened to the fucking podcast. <laughs> God, before, yes, so. he has. He said so. Um, yeah, 30 minutes in no, one. Did you so, get to the refund part? Oh God, sorry, I have. Why are you getting so hostile at the end of the episode? I'm sorry. What are you I doing? I have other things to do than to listen so, to just so everyone knows. 50 episodes of I'd Like a Refund. Well, just so everyone knows, Eric said he'd make me cry. No. Um, yes, you did. I was jokingly saying that you cry. But well, I was it. my goal was to try and make you hate the last Jedi, which I think I failed. And I told him if because I told him. But if you're you not did, an actual full on. I'm pretty sure if I had a uh, full blown, a hundred percent massive Star Wars fan, this would be very different. <laughs> Probably, but I don't. But know. I also didn't think you'd find a Star Wars fan that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that. I, I've met. Yeah, I know Star Wars fans who like. He likes the last Jedi. Yeah, I've met them. We're gonna bleep his name out. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. Ryan hates dropping names. No, I, it just, it's just. <laughs> I'm just bringing up no, someone just, I know. No, you kidding. said they don't exist. <laughs> I've met tons of them. I can't wait for the episode <laughs> to say. <laughs> the episode to say, you know, blank, blank from work. Yeah, yeah all, like, all I'm just like, from work and their social security number is seven three six one five seven zero two nine three. All right, that's, that's the kind I of social security number an idiot would have on their luggage. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm just saying those fans seems, it seems about right for him. Uh, okay. So Eric, oh you, God. it's $9 is the total refund you have available to you on the Why last is it only $9 because that's the, more. that is the average ticket price. When oh, they, that came out. I paid like, no, no, yo, across the country, across the country. I don't give shit. I live in Los Angeles. That's I paid $16 your, that's, for, that's your for a ticket. We have listeners all the way in Australia. Yeah, we do actually. So, but I, but I paid. It's not them getting. The I don't care. You, he doesn't. You can't come into our podcast and not agree with the way our literal gimmick. It's you our literal. Do you see my hat? Simmer this down. Why are you angry now? All right, Eric. He's, he's passionate about this, but not nine dollars on the table, Eric. What, what are you doing? Yeah, about? give him my nine dollars. Nine dollars back. Okay. Jesus Christ. And Cameron. Really? Cameron. Nine dollars. Cameron. Fucking idiot. Go ahead and just um, say it. No, of course I'm not. No, zero. That's what I thought. All right, let's, Joel. Why don't you? I go saw for this it? movie in theater multiple times. Multiple times. I actually saw it twice. Not in theaters. Two is a multiple. So there you go, Joel. Nine dollars on the table. What are you doing? I I don't think I'm going to ask for a refund either. Interesting. It's just because it's just because it's just like I said earlier. I don't like it. I don't dislike it. It's just right up the middle. So it's like okay, I got to go see a Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah. Oh, I did want to touch on this actually, just because no one else normally brings this up, and it was brought up today, and I actually was in contrast to your opinion, Eric, but this score actually stood out to me of the three movies. And I think it's because it sounded very similar to Jurassic Park's score. Like 
the score for for uh, Last Jedi to me was the best of this trilogy. Best one. I don't even. I don't scores. I, that's another whole. Well, topic. it's just because no, it's just because earlier you said earlier you said the score was eh, and I was like, oh, I thought this one was we actually. Have really a, good. We need to have a. If you ever bring me back on, we should talk about scores. Oh, that's. Oh, we're gonna do a really scores good. special oh episode, God. yeah, because I think scores the last maybe twenty to twenty five years have been awful. Ooh, strong. Oh. Take. Wrong take. I'm not saying that there aren't some outliers that are really, really good. Don't let's get me wrong. Bo- let's bottle. But on average, you'll you'll come back for that episode. Average, you'll be the first guest on a special episode. On average, I maybe. Think, I think you don't hear scores <laughs> anymore. Maybe. They're just they're just background noise. Let's bottle that. You um, can thank Chris for Nolan. <laughs> oh, okay. You're touching on some touchy subjects for this oh, show. Heard of this, man. All right. Um, I. I thought about giving a refund, my but, but then I saw that I didn't give one for Rise of Skywalker. So for the same reasons, I probably didn't give one for that one. I, I got here. $9 back for um, Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to go zero for Last oh, Jedi as well. Oh, you get $9 for Rise of Skywalker. I can't get it back for Last Jedi. Yeah, because Rise of Skywalker was a legitimately awful movie. All right, yeah. I laughed in Rise of Skywalker. All right. Um, well, guys. the same in the Last Jedi. Now it is time for our recommendations where oh, every week you recommend one movie and I'll go first. I'm ready. I can knock this out. Oh, Eric, for you like get, bad. No, no, no. For no, like good ones. Like good, our, oh. Because for the show, we talk about bad movies oh. every week. We want to recommend good movies to our fans. Oh, as well. okay. This is exciting. So, and you'll get to do one as well. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go first though. Uh, I'm, I usually tend to go with ones. If something just recently came out and I thought it was really good, I like to recommend it to get people to go see it while it's in the theater. And wow. I'm going to do that again this week. I'm going to do that with Jungle Cruise. Um, if you are, if you've ever been to the Disney parks and you've been on jungle cruise and you enjoy like the, the satire, the hokey jokes behind it, the fun, the fun adventure aspects as much as you can do with it. This movie gives you that and then expands it. I think that if, and then Joel, you'll know that like, we love the mummy movies. We've (sighs) talked about the mummy movies, uh, Indiana Jones movies, the pirates of the Caribbean movies. Jungle Cruise has a little bit from all of those. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun adventure movie. We don't get many movies. Like that. I literally saw that on like online. I saw someone describe this as like, oh, it's like a current day mu- or like a, a newer mummy. And then I saw someone else say like, oh, it's like got hints of Pirates of the Caribbean in it. Yeah. I as, When I saw it, I just sat there and like I had just like a dumb smile on my face yeah. the whole time. I was just I really enjoyed it. Go see Disney does not do that well with their live action films that aren't Marvel and star Wars financially mm-hmm. jungle cruise yeah. is good enough that it can be a big hit for them. Yeah, I think it's doing pretty well. More, I want people to go see, I think it did 32 just, million open a weekend. So I think it did well, 62, well, 32, dom- 32 domestic. Yeah. So I just like the fact that it's an adventure movie. Yeah, they don't make movies like that anymore. No, and it's um, fun. Campy adventure. Um, that's, go see jungle cruise one of my favorite movies of the year it's not because maybe it's not one of the most well done movies but it's so much fun that you will not regret seeing it go see jungle cruise uh who wants to go next i can go cool i'll go last <clears throat> okay yeah, so last. since you know this week we're talking about star wars and it's true kylo ren and adam driver you know um <laughs> devils wear prada this he's not he's hunk not of a that. man um, I love Adam Driver. He's great. Uh, I'm going to recommend the film Patterson. Nice. Love it. Uh, Patterson is a movie mm-hmm. that Eric would watch and go, this is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen <laughs> Whoa. in my life. <laughs> Whoa. You clearly don't know me. Have, have you, you seen, seen Patterson? Have you, I've heard of it. I've seen the trailer. I actually want to watch it. Okay. It's I good. can guarantee that you're going to get done with that he movie poems, and be right? like, yep. You're going to you're gonna be shocked at what my, no, my choice is. What is he going to think of that movie, Ryan? 
What is he gonna think? See, of everyone that movie? thinks I'm just this popcorn eating. <laughs> no, no. What is he gonna movie think of that movie? Have you seen my top fifty? Have you seen Patterson? My top fifty. Have you seen my top fifty? No, I remember Eric did a top fifty I, list. I don't like how people peg me as like this. I'm not. I'm not pegging you for anything. I'm saying the. <laughs> I've seen the trailer for Patterson. I, I know. I see that. Okay, you're going. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking watch it tonight and I'm gonna be like I loved it or I might hate it I you're know. gonna hate it Ryan what do you think he's gonna do with that movie it's not like it's he's not he's gonna hate it I know does you does it have plot and story no does it have emotional cathartic thing it does it does to an extent you're not gonna like it I think you I think you're gonna be like why isn't this see Cameron Cameron see Cameron Cameron, now you're putting this, uh, you're at least attempting to put this idea into his mind before he goes and sees the movie, True. which is a problem. Going back to you it's earlier saying that he I'll was going to no, judge it if I like no, it. No, no, no. What I'm saying, though, is Cameron earlier was making the point like, well, you can't go into a movie already knowing that you're going to like it. That's a problem. Yet here he is trying to tell you before you see a movie, no, you're not going to like this. Yes, yes, you are. What do you mean? No, I'm not trying to do it. No, 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 yes, you are. That's literally exactly what you're doing. This is, this is, this is going to be a public thing that people are going to do because. Look, I've worked at Warner Brothers for seven years, and I've had this stigma where they haven't made a good movie since. They, oh, <laughs> I get this stigma from all my coworkers and people that I don't like movies. It's true, you do have that. That, that I don't. That, I don't hold on, I'm not bringing that. not hitting on you. Okay, I just want to say this. Listen to this. Okay. Um, that <laughs> that I wish everyone I, could have seen that little hand motion. I don't, when this podcast blows up in 36 years they'll be able to listen to this episode 36 years um, that's like the amount I have of viewers this, like, we have thing with that. i don't like movies and that like eric doesn't like anything and it's so opposite i'm just not afraid to disagree with people i remember when we saw um wind river together when we watched that when it came over that one time like eric likes snake river I eric, eric love a lot of movies. dude one of my favorite i'm not even gonna say because it it's gonna be my movie i'm gonna tell you to watch okay but I love all sorts of genres of movies. Um, so I might like Patterson. Yeah, Cameron. I am someone, down. this is, I'm going to say this right now. Just I just know the type of film it is. I, I, when is I watch movies, like I want, I want a cathartic emotional release at the end, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, whether it's um, scared. Just feel something. I want to feel something. If I don't feel something when I leave that movie theater, does disgust count as one? Because that's what you felt after Green Knight when we saw that. What's your movie? No, Joel's next. Joel's next. Go ahead, Joel. I'm, gonna watch right, I'm not going to go into explaining mine. I'm just going to give you a really good space movie that I love. Watch Apollo 13. Eric, what's up? I love Apollo 13. Apollo 13 is great. I just watched that a couple months ago. Fantastic. So, um, mine. This is this would be this is probably one of my at least in my top ten favorite movies of all time. And that's a movie that probably most people should watch because we've had a horrible last year and a half. Um, and that is About Time. It's a great movie. That movie is like a warm hug on a, on a Christmas morning. I, it, it's, is that what you got for Christmas every year was a hug? I think, I'm just saying just like I the feeling you get with holidays and just like... I had to have mentioned that movie about on um, this podcast. Have before. you? I had movie. to. Camera loves it. That's one of my favorite movies. Dude, that, that, the score. See, <laughs> Eric and I are about to make up right yeah, now. We're, we're going to make out after this. Oh, he said make up. I said oh, make up. I, I, yeah, I thought I heard make that out. Movie, if, you, if you were having a bad day, whoever's listening, <laughs> Ryan's mom, Cameron's dad, my mom, whoever's listening, watch About Time. 
they've already seen it. I watched it with them. Cameron, Cameron ties his parents to chairs and makes them watch everything he watches. They Patterson. Um, <laughs> they did. They Stop talking, about, Pat- Stop they talking seen. about Patterson. I keep thinking you're saying Paddington. Everybody. No, they Paddington. like Paddington. No, everybody yeah, hates Chris. Go see about time. Um, Great. Yeah, go see it in theaters. Rent it, stream it, buy it. Awesome. Bop it. Twist it. All right, guys. Pull it. Um. So next week we're going to do a special edition episode again. Uh, we're not going to tell. We're not going to tell you Ooh. what we're doing next we're week. Screw the Ooh. audience. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we don't want them getting expectations yeah. and having it be subverted. Definitely, definitely doesn't have to do with the fact that we haven't. I think the only movie that successfully subverted expectations and did it well would have Finding been Seren- Serenity. Why? 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 Why be back? Because I already have another movie. You'll come back. Now. Yeah. We'll <laughs> Come back not next week but you can come back again um i also would just like to say this and i know i was the one who said it last week but i'm i'm techie boy so i feel like i like to say this stuff but uh thank you again for bearing with us with our uh audio this week again those three were in person yeah those three were uh together i was separate um so things were a little bit tricky we know it's not going to sound as good as our normal episodes but um, it should sound better than last week did. Um, and next week we'll be back to our normal sounding audio. So you don't even have to wear clothes in Walmart. Exactly. So um, I'm going to listen to this episode. I would hope so. Um, I'll start listening to more. Look, it's been busy. I've been back to work. I don't have time. I'm probably going to start playing your guys' episodes to and from work when I drive. Please do. It'll probably take me. You live like five minutes away. Um, But I think my issue was I started out with the Jurassic World episode and I got so disgusted with Cameron's opinions (laughs) that I was like, I I don't think I can listen to any more episodes. Um, But I'll start listening to more. Cool. And I'm going to plug this too. Yeah, I'm gonna plug the shit out of this. Yeah, all of our other guests, if you're listening, you- let's. I'm gonna pose you a challenge, Eric, because you did tell us this the other day. You were like, "I'm gonna plug this so hard." You're like, "I'm gonna tell everyone." <laughs> I I'm posing a challenge for you. I want you to try and get this to be our third highest rated episode. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which that's, I, a, that's a tall order. How many views? Like, what? What? What's your? We're uh, not gonna share that on live air. We can like, tell no, you that. The afterwards. third one's in like the 80s. I believe. No, let's. Shh. Okay. It's just to give tell. the illusion that we have more people that watch us than do. No, I, I'm very open about the fact that we have like 30 listeners consistently. Yes. I put it on our socials and everything. Oh, okay. if, if you're trying to be the third highest ranked episode, I think you need to hit a little, you need to break 90. Yeah. 90 We're, views. Yeah. Yeah, listens. Listens. Is yeah. that like full listens? We were at uh, the the show tells us yeah. just plays. Period. It doesn't say if it like we oh. can check how long people oh, listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, mom, just hit play. <laughs> no, uh, no. Like subscribe. Um, gonna, uh, I will definitely hire a view bot. If not many people know, but over when we were quarantining, I did a top fifty list of my favorite movies. And for some odd reason, my brother and a bunch of my bro friends back home were really into it. And they were texting me. I like, liked it too. Like, when are you doing the next, uh, when are you dropping the next one? I like, used to ask you about it all I'm the like, time. Yeah. You need to calm down. Let me, let me live. I'm doing it. So they'll definitely, I'll get a bunch and, and we'll, yeah, I'll plug it. So you'll be plugging us. Where can we plug you? 
Where can people find you, Eric? Oh my God, nowhere. I don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Don't go on the Warner Brothers uh, Studio tour. You can go see yeah, Eric. Ask for me, and I'll. Be I did. I went on the. Just literally, just tour. go and just be like, who's who hates the Last Jedi the most in this department, and they'll be like, it's Eric. It'll be like fifty people to choose from, but they'll pick Eric. Yeah, I got nothing. I got no podcast. I got. I got nothing. Go nice. Go Sabres. Well, it in his uh, in in our yeah. In our post, he'll be tagged on Instagram, so you can find him there. Oh, That's my true. Instagram's lit. It's it's really it's just a lot of nature. <laughs> then tell us what that oh, is. It's yeah. food. No, no it's it's the stories are food. I don't. I never post this story. Where the hell? Oh, it's Facebook. Post. I think you're probably the second person I've done this to on air, but I don't think I even follow you on Instagram, Eric. Well, you're gonna after tonight. I'm doing it right now. It's a very artistic Instagram. Oh, okay. Okay, let's, I, yeah, I know Eric. Yes, I know Eric. I follow your Instagram. Um, all right, everybody. That is going to wrap up our episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, of course, to our guest, Eric. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, you can check out I Like a Refund Pod on all of your podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find our show. Also, check us out on our socials at Refund Pod. We're always doing some cool, fun stuff on our Instagram. We got, had recently posted some fun photos on there from our first live session. We got a lot of fun things you can catch by checking us out on the socials. So thank you all so much. We will see you next time.